Southern Red Oak. Hello and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday the 19th of July 2015. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Woo. And Robert Kemp. Hey man, that's Southern Red Oak, y'all. Have we had several other <laughs> Southern trees in that list? No. Uh, I, I, know, I just, it. I just felt like we had. I don't, I don't, I don't think we've had enough southern tree, man. <laughs> it's true. It's the most southern trees we've had. <laughs> most southerly. <laughs> Actually, like you would get oak in southern America, right? Like, not worth probably talking. some kinds of oaks. Yeah, I don't know, maybe not red oak. We'll talk a bit like this, you know. <laughs> trees don't actually talk. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, Rob. <laughs> They tend uh, not to yeah. have southern accent. Uh, that they can emit deadly neurotoxin that causes people to commit suicide, apparently. <laughs> apparently. According to the M. Night Shyamalan film The Happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really happened. That's yeah. such a... I mean, that's the most generic name possible for a film, yeah, isn't it? The like, Happening. The Happening. The well, something apart, happened. From, <laughs> apart from, like, The Thing. The thing. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best name. You might as well call it event or <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but I mean, the thing, the plot of the thing involves a thing, a happening involving a thing. <laughs> well, the plot of most everything involves a happening of some kind. <laughs> it's that guy. It's, it's a film where thing. absolutely nothing happens at all. It's, like, it's, it's like, just a camera points into an empty room for an hour and a half. It's like, it's like calling a uh, summer blockbuster disaster. Or... They already did. That's like Armageddon. <laughs> I guess. Armageddon's a little more, yeah, Armageddon's a little more descriptive, like, because that means, you know, total, total <laughs> End of the world. It means a really big yeah. disaster. Yeah. The biggest of disasters. This is just disaster, and that could be anything. That doesn't just. That could be like someone. Because <laughs> I dropped my tea. Yeah, exactly. Someone overcooking the cupcakes. <laughs> disaster. That would be a very short film, but it would involve a happening oh. and a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably multiple things. Just two seconds where Zach drops his tea. <laughs> multiple things being happened upon. <laughs> That would be a bigger disaster than most people because it does take Zach like 15 minutes to make tea. So, yeah, that's 15 minutes wasted. Well, I spilled that tea on that other podcast, you know. That's true. I still drank most of it though, so that was okay. (laughs) What do we call that podcast? Disaster. (laughs) Yeah, we'll call it the disaster cast. (laughs) It's not quite what we called them. I can't even remember what I called the last one. Probably Splurt Fist or something. Close. <laughs> Splurt Fist. <laughs> oh no, that was the one before. It was something to do with One Finger Death Punch and like... And Splatoon. Yeah. Like so anyway. one, one Splat Dirt Punch or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Let's not talk about our own podcast, I guess. It's a podcast about video games. Well, you've skipped ahead of it there. Yeah, uh, hold on. That is also, that's Dan's catchphrase. What are you doing? Stealing. You're appropriating my my non-catchphrase, which you've uh, told me isn't it's doesn't qualify as a catchphrase. Yeah. So first, we've got the random. Uh, I have, things, I have <laughs> things to say. Okay, oh, what you've got to say. I must add to this. Well, we've got. I've got two things. To talk about Woo. in terms of random. Does it count as a random section if it's like almost you've pre-planned this? <laughs> well, I have to remember things that happened over the last two weeks. <laughs> so, so what's been going on, Zach? What was your happening? Well, one of the things that happened... Did it involve a thing? Uh, 
several things, I guess. Well, several things. A multitude of things. And many happenings as well. Many yeah. things. One thing that happened was we got new like patios and paths put out around our house. So I slept really badly the entire of last week. It was a real pain in the ass. Due to the patios? Due to fucking <laughs> soaring rock directly outside my window all day, right. every day. Oh, I Wait, see, but... because you sleep during the time when everyone else is actually working. Well, I'm, even if even if I woke up at a normal time, or relatively normal time, it still would have been quite annoying, because basically they turned up at like quarter past eight and immediately started soaring rocks. Mm. <laughs> it's like, come on, I mean, at least start at nine or something. <laughs> <laughs> but god damn. They saw, it was like there was one day where it was just non-stop. I was like, how are they cutting so many of these fucking paving slabs? <laughs> how many paving slabs do we need? Surely it would be easier to cut them wherever they come from and then put just plop. Well, it's oh, because no, you need like, to measure it. To, you always uh, need to right. measure it. Well, to. you need to measure it to some extent, but it's also because they were doing one of those like non-symmetrical patterns or whatever where it's just like randomly sized. Oh, man. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Right. So there's, there's actually quite a lot of complicated little notches probably. Yeah, to... cutting different sized bits and then fitting it all around the corner of the building and the drain covers and the paths. Yeah, it sounds like quite a lot, actually. It was like, motherfucker. And it was even worse because it wasn't just the noise. It was like the diesel fumes were wafting up through my windows oh, as well. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you have your windows Did... precisely open, but with... Well, because I had that all my windows open because it was so fucking hot. Like diesel? What the hell were they using to cut these well, like, tiles? <laughs> yeah, but like, couldn't they have plugged it in? No. It's a diesel powered one. It's probably petrol, <laughs> okay. isn't it? Petrol, yeah. whatever. Same difference. Yeah, I don't... Just get an electric one, right? Like cut well, tiles with like like an like an electric angle grinder type thing. Maybe, but maybe it wasn't powerful enough. Maybe they needed yeah, this one for this current. specific type of rock or whatever. Yeah, but they did also plug in. What is it? Marble? <laughs> you got a marble patio, no. Mister Fancy Pants? They also did plug in their cement cement mixer at the front of the house, and one day that destroyed our power because someone they dropped a slab on the cable and it cut the cable and shorted out our entire house oh wow so that was good my computer just went off that's the most important thing yeah there's there's no computer and worse there's no tea well the thing was I just finished making a cup of tea oh so I'd been downstairs for like 15 minutes and then when I went upstairs I was like oh my computer's off that's weird Mm. (laughs) and of course I suppose I suppose you wouldn't notice because most things in your house are well, they're not really on, are they? There's, not no, like, there's, not there's nothing downstairs and... that's like all, on all the time. Like no. Argus. <laughs> so yeah, that was annoying. That was a week of annoyance for me. And I, you know, it looks kind of cool, I guess. Any kind of home improvement of any kind is always like a you have to have at least one week of bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're getting your kitchen refitted, it's like, oh, what, what are we going to do? How are you going to cook for an entire week? Yeah. <laughs> are we just going to go to, are we going to become very friendly with the people at Burger King? Or <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. And the other weird thing about this whole patio situation is like, so it's, it's basically the path around the, path around the front of the house and around the side of the house, and then around the back. And then all the back, area that used to be patio it used to have those slabs on it that's all redone up to mm. the up to the coal shed so it's basically all of that back area but then they also took down the up uh, the old metal shed oh yeah but instead of the shovelable goal one of the shovelable goals <laughs> <laughs> but instead of because it was a giant pain in the ass to re- they figured out that it would be a giant pain in the ass to remove the concrete base of that shed 
They just turned that into another patio by just putting slabs on it. <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, wait, so it's a weird raised... Yeah, so there's like a secondary raised patio off to the side. But So, all right, so you're going to put like your, like a dining table or like an outdoor oh, table no. and some chairs in there and you can have like your raised executive area or something. This is the royal box of, yeah, of, I guess of so. picnic tables. But it's not like you could actually fit a table or anything on the rest of the patio that goes around the back because there's like bins and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and a fence delicious so yeah I guess we actually have a patio now technically mm. so there you go home improvement home improvement this was Tim Allen doing it <laughs> I can't do that noise very well <laughs> <laughs> so, the se- so the second thing that I have to talk about in the random section All right. is bureaucracy <laughs> red tape okay. took a dark turn so basically, my driver's license needs renewing because it's been 10 years, apparently. Okay. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I need to renew this. And then Rob is panicking his pockets because he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, well, I can't remember. <laughs> well, I got a letter, so yeah. presumably you would have got a letter. Yeah, I guess. So I got this letter that said you need to renew your driver's license. And I was like, oh, fuck, pay for, pay for work, yeah. post. But, th- but then it's like you can do it online. And I'm like, well, yeah, obviously, that's what I want to do digital photos and all that this is the modern era no more post so I go on I go on to the fucking DVOA whatever government website as opposed to the regular DVOA government website yes whatever (laughs) whatever DVOA I went on there and it's like enter your government gateway ID and I knew I had a government gateway ID because it had been a giant pain in the ass when I was using it at the job centre. Oh, yeah, I got one of those, but it's one like I did it like five years ago, so I wonder if like, it still works. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing, because I made one originally, um, like, in 2004 or something. Mm. And then much more recently, when I tried to use it again, it wouldn't work. But uh, So I made another account by myself, but then when I tried to take that to the job center and like link it to all my all my different accounts and stuff it wouldn't work because it was using the same email address and it didn't like that so i had to make change one of the two accounts to a different email address and then reassign it to, to like link those two accounts with my two email addresses it's like can you not just unassign this shit i mean come on <laughs> that was a giant pain in the ass so i knew that i had this government gateway id but the trouble with the fucking government gateway ID is you, it's just a random string of 12 fucking numbers so good luck remembering that oh <laughs> not a username huh. it's just like you get this string of 12 numbers and then you just have to remember it whatever yeah so so luckily for me I cleverly I guess decided to screenshot the page where I made the account so I just have a screenshot of like here's, here's my government gateway ID it's stored on my computer and there was actually three different screenshots from like here's one from 2004 when I first made the account here's one from 2005 where I made that second account and I was like oh here's the most recent one that's the one it must actually be <laughs> what happens if you have multiple gateways like one of them where it just as I discovered in the job center they don't like it okay <laughs> they don't like more than one assigned to the same email address that's very well you can double double <laughs> is it a form of fraud <laughs> probably so anyway, I went to I went to put I found this fucking number after all this hassle, typed it in, and then I was like, apparently my password is not any of my usual passwords. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, well right. shit. Is it is it gonna gateway to blow? No, I think the password you can set. I'm gonna just call interruption time, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> interruption has occurred. Well Rob has to leave, but yeah. I'll continue telling this story, I guess. 
Carry on. All right, fine. <laughs> I was going to cut and stop, but never mind. You can carry on. <laughs> so yeah, I, so I, I couldn't remember my password, and the thing about it is, like, it, I couldn't see any reason for it not to be one of my usual passwords because it 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 in the like password field it says it has to be between eight and twelve characters yeah. with numbers. Standard. And it's like between password. eight and twelve. That's oh, a very right. small window. So your password's normally password's longer than like, twelve. Yeah. Well, no, like the password that I thought I would have used is if it's exactly in that window and has numbers in it. And I was like, oh. so it's got to be that password, hasn't it? Surely. <laughs> so I put it in. It's like, no, it's not that password. I'm like, well, fuck, fuck, screwed. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, recover password. But the fucking eight government- and twelve is the stupidest thing ever. Like greater than eight, fine, but less than twelve or less yeah, than I know. equal to twelve. Like why? Like what? They save technical- database storage space. They're really not. <laughs> like that's so stupid. Because they should. Because so be- I- it it won't make any difference if they're doing proper security. Because they don't store your password; they store the hash of the password, which well, is always yeah, the same true. length, regardless of the length of the bloody password. So it doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. So yeah, so I went to re- I went to the recover password option. But this is where, like, the government bureaucracy got in really intense. Because intense apparently, bureaucracy! Apparently they really don't want you to recover your password. Because I was like, okay, go to recover password. It's like, enter your address. <laughs> no, first it's like, enter your full name. I'm like, okay. So I put my full name in. Then it's like, enter your address. And I'm like, okay. okay. And I put as well. Luckily it hasn't changed, but yeah. Yes, fortunately. And then on the third page, it's like, okay, enter either your password or your ID, government ID, depending on which one you're recovering. And then answer three secret questions. All three, three of them. Okay. <laughs> all three of your secret questions that you apparently set. And you probably... I, uh, you rather know, than I don't picking know. one at random yeah rather than picking one of the three or like and like I'm not sure I even remember set, like choosing these passwords I think the uh, secret questions I think they might just be these are the three that you have to do right and so I have no fucking idea what my secret password questions, questions were are. it's like one one of them is like name an important town and what? I was like what <laughs> Ipswich, I guess. That must have been what I put, because, I mean, what else would I fucking put? That's just not very specific, is it? Like, no. And then, and then, like, what is your mother's maiden name? Well, yeah, that one was in there, so I was okay. like, okay, that one I know. And that then the third, the third one was like, I think the third one was just like, someone, uh, an important name. And I was like, what? <laughs> what, what the fuck would I even put for that? Could be That's... anyone's goddamn name. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was basically so enthusiasm. <laughs> I was just telling them about how the government gateway ID requires you to answer all three of your secret questions to recover your password, right? Which I could do because I have fucking can't remember, and they don't. They're... But did they not tell you what the question is? Just give three answers. <laughs> so that would be really hardcore. <laughs> So, so at this point, I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm screwed. I'm not going to be able to use this account because I can't recover the password because I can't remember the fucking secret questions. <laughs> yeah. What was the one you couldn't remember? If you can't remember, it doesn't matter, I suppose. What's <laughs> an important name? Yeah. Wow, uh, that's quite vague. No. And another one was what's Sonic. an important town? <laughs> yeah. London. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a town. And do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Milton Mowbray. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, at this point, I was like, <laughs> yeah. at this point, I was completely fucked on this account. But <laughs> it was at this point where I was just considering my next option, whether I just try and make yet another government gateway idea and just say fuck it or whatever. <laughs> at this point, I realised that it said on the on the postal thing that I got, like it says you can do it online, but it says they pull the image. You don't get to upload your image. It pulls your image off your passport. Okay, that makes some sense, I guess. So I was like, oh, okay. But then it says, so I I don't know, know exactly what caused me to do it, but then I decided to go find my passport. Just, I think I was just like, maybe I should look at the picture that's on my passport <laughs> to see how bad it is, just to see whether I, I do need to send them a new it. one or whatever. Because <laughs> I mean, that passport's probably as old as my driver's license, I guess. Mm. <laughs> so I probably look 10 years younger. If it's that old, how do they have the image? I don't know if they scan it. <laughs> well, I know. It's like, weird i don't remember the last time i refreshed the passport so anyway i went to look at my passport and it turns out my passport had expired one week ago so i couldn't do it online anyway so i have to do it by post so fuck so you can't drive and you can't leave the country no or because you can't remember what's an important name (laughs) yep well not just because of that because i don't know what well i guess is it, is it something stupid like surname <laughs> what's an important name surname. surname no no i mean your surname you're like describing it like the surname's an important name so yeah i guess it's like i guess i don't surname. i didn't name i haven't got round to going to see what the process for renewing your passport is like but hopefully it's maybe slightly easier than this shit no it takes forever though well yes like you expect a good month of delay but, I, I, mean, I, I sent mine in because you have to send in the old passport. Well, you have to send in the old driving license as well. My passport was all fucked license? up. Dry- so, I thought you said Drydium license. <laughs> so they sent me a letter saying, can you please send us back a letter explaining why your passport is fucked, passport is fucked up? So because I, said, I used it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear yeah. Majesty's Government. Well, I was in the electric so room in Camden and uh, <laughs> about a circa 2000 and or whenever it was and I used to use it as ID <laughs> and it got all fucked up <laughs> the end because <laughs> I didn't have a driver's license so I had to use my yeah. passport as ID so yeah that kind of sucks Camden <sighs> and also destroyer of documents also I was d- debating whether whether I could do you think that they care whether the picture is just a computer printout or an actual like go to a photo booth photo. I think they do want those photo booth ones for the yeah. for the passport anyway. For the passport, yeah. Well, what about the driver's license? You well, get away with if you've done the passport, then you can do your. Oh shit! Your... I could if I could get into that account. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm at, yeah, good point. Yeah, you probably need a. But I, I would imagine you need a photo booth photo for both. But, but for sure, you do just. Well, the thing is, like it doesn't say like a battery four from the booth anyway, so you're well, sort of. true. Yeah, you might as well do it. It doesn't. It doesn't say on the on the thing. It says it gives you this whole bunch of descriptions about the and the the other thing is it like the thing that makes me think that maybe they don't mind now is that it like it describes stuff like the background of the image where it, like it has to be grey or white and it's like. You wouldn't really have a choice of that in a photo booth, so I assume that they must—they must allow you to take photos elsewhere. I don't know. I mean, technically, I could just—I could just borrow my grandma's photo printer and just print it out, and it would look like a real photo. True. Yes, <laughs> you could do that. 
But I think like the photo booth ones are the correct size that they want well, as yeah. well. Yeah. But you could do that by just measuring it and scaling it in Photoshop or whatever. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be that difficult. We'll see anyway. Using Word. It's not like I use my driving license that much. Like once every two weeks, or once every week when I drive here. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it when's it expiring then? Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, this so is this the is last podcast for a while. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got two weeks until the next podcast, so <laughs> videos next week may may or may not be a problem depending on how, how the drone license goes through. Maybe affected by bureaucracy or intense bureaucracy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or I'll just get a lift or something, I don't know. <laughs> Extreme bureaucracy! Welcome to the bureaucracy channel. We're here today talking about the TVLA. <laughs> How many of you know your secret question? <laughs> all one of the three. Or any of the three. All of the three. I dread to think, like, I bet there's so many accounts I have where there's a secret question that comes on. Like, like just, I don't know. Like, like, what's your favorite cheese? And I'll be all like, oh, there's so many. <laughs> I, well, I think I've is, preemptively written down the answers for the Apple ones because I knew I wouldn't be able to remember the question or what the questions were or whatever. Well, the thing oh, is, I've like, got the answers here. If you want to know the answer to my Apple security, um, <laughs> well, one of them, I, one of them is Canterbury. Now, what would the question be? An important town. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> An important town I've actually never been to. Where's, which is your favourite archbishop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best one. Well, it's like it's. I mean, I'm pretty sure those ones on the government gateway ID. I can't have chosen those because they're so dumb. And there's no <laughs> way I would have remembered them. Unless the ones that like. Unless they were all that bad, and I just chose the three that I thought were least bad. Yeah. Or, or like sometimes you get a question that just isn't relevant, as in you don't have an answer for it. Like it's like, when did you last ski or something? It's like um, never. <laughs> well, that's an answer. I suppose so, but yeah. <laughs> I always have questions related to pets, and I never had any pets, so I was allergic. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, what was the name I of don't your know first, what my first pet? pet I don't... Yeah, what's the name of your first pet? Non-existent. <laughs> Mr. Non-existent. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a week of annoyance for me. Mm. Grr. Grr. What about you, Rob? What's been happening? How's your daughter? Or whatever it is. <laughs> How, how's my what? No, what's been up, man? That's the... What? What's I have the... a daughter? What's it? Stan, isn't it? The Eminem song. That was oh, quoting okay. from. How, what's anyway. up, man? How's your daughter? I'm about to have a daughter, too. I'm going to name her Bonnie. I'm going to name her Bonnie. The biggest fan is the Stan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, been alright. It's been mostly work <laughs> as usual for me. Work, work, work. With a side order of work, and then going to Stowe Market to sort of talk to registrar people about weddings. Stowe Market. <laughs> when was the last time you had to go to Stowe Market? About four years ago, where I think I went to someone's birthday party of some description. Really. Which was in Stowe Market. Who would that be? <laughs> someone I worked with. All oh, right, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm, that's curious. Stowe Market. It, it's one of those places that it does kind of change because, you know, there's a Morrison's in where all the parades and stuff, scout parades used to start. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure we used to hang out in that car park and they used to be where the flag was inserted into the leather cup thing that you're wearing. <laughs> it's like, right, I'm carrying this now. But yeah, there's a Morrison's there now. Wow, massive so, changes. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's it, pretty much. Stone Market still looks like Stone Market. It's a weird hole. <laughs> it's, it is a weird hole. I don't think it counts true. as an important town. <laughs> no. <laughs> What, what's an unimportant town? <laughs> Stone Market. <laughs> Slough? Slough, yeah. Absolutely. Slough. Slough. Uh, Coventry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sabotage. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. It's like uh, unveiling the uh, the mysteries of seating logistics to us. Like... We just hadn't thought about like what's going to happen like during the ceremony, right? Where's everyone actually? Who's going to sit where on the on the front rows? Because uh, without going into too much detail, there's obviously complications on gnome side of the family, unless who wants to sit next to who? Yeah, and uh, where do all the bridesmaids go? And where will? Is there a cage for Zach? You know that kind. Of... <laughs> Day two in the cage. <laughs> you got the. You've, it's like. There's the the difficult half, and then there's the who gives a fuck because <laughs> we don't care. No, I guess we all sit next to whoever. Well, yeah, because yeah, nice. you, you, yeah, you and I was about to say you and Dan will likely be ushering and stuff, so you'll probably get you'll have a designated <laughs> spot anyway. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> If you could like carry around a blue laser, that'd be great too. The air video has lots of blue lasers. Oh, okay. Blue lasers, <laughs> just, just, okay. <laughs> just make sure you get that reference. Usher <laughs> doesn't really have like any trademark clothing or something. It's not like not really. It's not like they're called Pharrells or something, so you can get away with wearing a giant stupid hat. I'm gonna be your wedding Pharrell for the day. <laughs> Sadly, no. I'm going to force everyone to be happy and be free of dumb. <laughs> First name is free, last name is dumb. Okay, you're on the left-hand side of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much With all the rest happened. of the dumbs. Yeah. The dumb that's pretty family. much all that's happened, other than being in London and eating yaki udon and mm. pizza. And not uploading the outtakes. And not uploading the outtakes, yeah. Zach and I actually finished the season four, <laughs> like from two years ago, uh, outtake reel. Okay. Well, a year and a bit ago now, I guess. So that will be going up on the site at some point in the future when I remember. And then we can start season five. Then we can start the season five outtakes, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, here we are on season six. Indeed. I'm a bit behind. No Pabalo. There's no particularly like obvious like dating clips in that set of outtakes, is there? No, not particularly. We didn't talk about any news or anything really, did we? No. <laughs> all, all our clips are particularly just just random stuff, random conversations. And we also didn't we didn't we couldn't use very much of that first out first out first episode's outtake where the cops came. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> because oh, you were no. looking suspicious, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was looking suspicious waiting for us to come home, hanging outside our house, and then I left the keys in the front door and someone said, that said that looks suspicious. And so called the cops. <laughs> Call the cops. Who just walked in on us. Well, we wore the mic was on as well. Yeah, we actually have a recording of that cop guy. Hot, hot mic. Obviously, <laughs> can't use that. Yeah, is it illegal to have a recording of a cop? I don't know. He was in our house. It's just your house. <laughs> I think once he's inside your house, it's probably less legal. Probably fair game. <laughs> Wait, less legal? I said less illegal. Oh, less illegal. <laughs> <laughs> don't film again, doors ever. So it's, you it's shut down time. Might be time to deploy the catchphrase. <laughs> Who's going to say it this week? Because Rob's already said it. It's not a catchphrase. <laughs> okay. Zag? No, I'm going to continue drinking this tea. Okay. News! Don't waste it. Don't spill it. Don't spill it. Don't spill it. What's tea. going Get on? What's going on in the news? Well, there's only one <laughs> big story worth mentioning. And uh, let's... let's uh, Let's bring the mood down a little because it's a serious time. More than a little. <laughs> More than a little serious time. Uh, President and CEO of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata, has unfortunately passed away from cancer at the age of 55. So sad. So sad. It's like it's been... It, you shouldn't say that like this, but it's been kind of awesome to see like the response that always happens when you know like respected people die this yeah is... you get outpouring of uh, yeah respect and love and stuff it's cool tons i saw the uh, of art and stuff and yeah cool. like i saw the the heart of gaming in london has put up a satoru um themed uh, mural on one of its walls like like surrounded by nintendo characters and that's just him doing his trademark smiley face in the middle which is kind of cool very cool yeah, he was the coolest. Yeah, it's a bit of a because he was somewhat instrumental to Ninty getting to where it is. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't wouldn't have had the Wii or the DS without him. No, and before that, I mean, Smash Brothers was his game, right? Pretty much, yeah, I believe. So, well, yeah, I think he was a, a director on it anyway. Yeah, but yeah, he, he was, was like a Hudson, right? He joined, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think so. So and he was basically like guys. a, he was, yeah, it was quite a hardcore programmer. Yeah, it was a hardcore dev, day. I think. Yeah. He was a, quite, quite a skilled fella. And then, you know, somehow progressed up the ranks. It's one of those things that, you know, yeah. I guess he was more happy to take on that sort of role than, you know, presumably Shigsy would have been offered it at some point. But yeah. like Shigsy would be all like, but this means I'm not going to be making games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, and I don't think Shigsy would do a good job as CEO. Not that, I mean, maybe he will be, but I doubt it. Who have they appointed? Somebody else? Yeah, I don't know. Um, decided I yet. don't think. But it's, anyway, yeah, I don't think, it's it's like you know they announced it. I don't think, but it's likely to be obviously someone internal to Ninty. They're not going to yeah. bring an external. Oh, definitely sourcing. Yeah, and, that's you know, the way. They're not going to they're not going to move Reggie obviously because he's already president of NOA, so they're probably not going to make well, him. I guess he could do it, but yeah, uh, yeah, but it's it's whether you want. It's whether you want to, the focus of Nintendo to effectively shift to America, right? Because unless mm. Reggie's going to go live in Japan, that's probably an impractical solution, right? Mm, true. So, yeah. 
it's really sad. I mean, so young and he could have done tons more. I mean, just look at the previous CEO of Nintendo. He was there until he was freaking 90 or something, wasn't he? Oh, How old was yeah. that uh, guy? Was it? Well, not 90, 80 something. Yeah. Oh, right? I can't remember his name. Is it Yamaluchi? Yeah, something like that. So. Yeah. Um, and he'd yeah, been president he, he, since he, like they started making games and stuff, I think. Pretty much, yeah. I think that, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's a bit of a problem. He's one of the he's one of the happy guys, and it makes it makes the you know, it, it always did stuff in the most charming of manners. And you yeah, know, he I mean, Nintendo was on the back. What that you know during the era of like the start of the Wii around that time, he basically delivered the E three conferences himself, pretty much. And they were really really good. His talks around, and then did Space World or whatever at the time. I think when that was still a thing, and uh, his talks were really really good. But there's a uh, a video that did the rounds of like um, uh, Iwata doing the what, what he described as the first unboxing ceremony of the Wii U. Um, oh yeah, like, and this was he, he hadn't seen the final boxed product at that point. And he put so the thing in the uh, hold the wrong way around, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, and stuff like that." And he's and he's like, "Sorry, I haven't done this before." <laughs> cool. This is the this is the first time I've seen all this. This is all new. Uh, yeah, and he was—he seemed to be enjoying himself, just being yeah. all like, "Yeah, ooh, this is this is quite interesting. Let's look at this." Oh, here is the AC adapter. Ooh. <laughs> yep, super sad news. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's been some missteps recently from Nintendo. Arguably, I mean, from a business perspective, I suppose the Wii U isn't a huge success. But you know, no, I think but they would have. But the Wii U is still in the essence of what Nintendo go for. One of Iwata's yeah. phrases was to basically be unique. Um, he obviously words it a lot more eloquently than I'm remembering it. Um, but he, his, his key philosophy with how he managed Nintendo is that they always have to be doing something unique. Um, and he's not wrong, pretty much. They, they're not... They, you know, they've never just followed, have they? They've always done something different. I mean, you, you know, it doesn't take much. You just look at the the hardware and the games they put out. They, they, they even when they do a new, when they do a new IP, they're trying to do something that no one's done before. Yeah, just look at Splatoon. Look, look at you, yeah. yeah. What do you think of Iwata then, Zeg? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Smash Bros. Man. Yeah, Smash I guess that's it. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> There's this epitaph right there. So it's a carving it out right now. Smash Bros. now. <laughs> Does beg the question, right? Like, like, how much of a legacy will he have left behind? As in, like, how much is already in motion that is Iwata's that the new guy might come in and disagree with? Like, yeah, um, hopefully. Well, I don't think they'll. I don't know. If someone's going to in a radical direction, I think they'll no, just I carry think on in the spirit of what Iwata yeah. was saying for. Yeah, I think they'll definitely pick someone that's they feel is a similar similar mindset, similar vision to carry them forward because they've had such success with the Wii and DS that you know they can basically say, okay, look, we've done good with this approach before. Maybe what we need is some fresh eyes to try and find to to, to find that gold again. Um, yeah, keeping the same philosophy they always do. 
It's sad. I wonder if it's kind of a shock situation because I mean we knew well, he'd been ill, but like yeah. I don't think they'd have had him so prominent in the E three thing if he'd been ter- everyone well, knew he, he was terminally ill. No, he sort of wasn't this time. He wasn't in the E three thing personally this time, was he? No, he, the, it was all puppet work with yeah, the puppets, I guess. Yeah, because they had Reggie and Shigsy out, didn't they? But That's I don't true. think. Yeah, I guess. I don't think they. Like, I don't think Iwata got involved. Um, he did some voice work, I guess. Yeah, I guess it. that's it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I guess there must have been some knowledge that he wasn't in the best of health still. But yeah, but it, as far as we knew, we thought he'd recovered from from his first bout. Mm. But maybe not. Why are these things? Who mm. earns? Well, no more banana jokes. news. Or is everyone going to do a banana joke? Is that the thing in the E3 next year? Just Reg, Reg, both Reggie and Shakespeare are holding bananas. I really hope not, because that's like that's not a good kind of like memorial. That's like a really dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. memorial. <That's> true. <laughs> it's the best bananas. What else, Guan? Well, actually, I don't know, because I, I don't think a great deal has actually been happening. Let's just talk about Pluto. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> news, I guess. Yeah, Pluto's news. Why is it so brown? It's quite brown. It's like coffee brown as well. It's like a... And it's got it's that like... kind of weird heart-shaped sea situation going on. Apparently, there's quite a lot of ice. The ice isn't brown. <laughs> No, but presumably it's see-through. Unless it's dirty ice. Well, yeah, it's probably it's dirty. Dirt ice. Dirty ice. Yeah, filthy, filthy ice. And Sharon is like a lighter. lighter well, Sharon's like grey, like you'd expect. More grey. Small yeah. objects in the outside system to be. It's like, why is Pluto brown? That's the weird one. It is weird, because like, what makes Mars red is like iron, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Is that right? But I don't think that's causing what Pluto's colour, is it? I don't know. Well, probably not. I don't know. I, I was trying to think of like things that could be brown, but like I don't know. Do you see? That I don't actually know enough about planetary science. Apparently, they like informally calling the like dark area at the uh, in the northern part of Sharon. They're calling it Mordor. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, that's, that's kind quite of, dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, and apparently that's just like a surface layer. It's not even like. Right. A, it's not a crater or anything, it's just like a rain of dark material has landed there at some point. The suspicion is it came from Pluto, like it right. got ejected. Weird. Would there be, is there any volcanoes? Presumably not, it could be too cold, right? Like, well, I mean, there's people have already been suggesting that there might be, like, cryo-volcanoes because of how, like, there's a lot of resurfacing and, and quite tall mountains on Pluto compared to yeah. what you think. Like, it, it looks quite smooth because it's been covered over by something in the recent past, hmm. and that means there must have been some kind of volcanic activity, presumably. Hmm. Can you call it a cryo-volcano? So yeah, like that's a vo- what they're called. A volcano that's been frozen? Or... <laughs> it means it's an ice volcano, basically. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Frozen carbon monoxide. Hmm. Mysterious. So, yeah, that's weird. That's and they have cool. really, I'm hoping they're going to get some release. I'm hoping they're already. I mean, it's already all happened, but I'm hoping there's more higher resolution pictures of the other moons as well. Because mm. at the moment it's just like here's ten pixels. <laughs> and yeah, this is a moon. Hydra. Yeah. 
you, you know, I haven't seen like actually like like how detailed was the shots that the proper shots that came back. Well, they've only like, done, released like two or three so far. Okay, yeah, they're still downloading that stuff anyway. Yeah, it's, apparently it's going to take like six months to get all the data. So hmm. Not it's still imaging that. right at this point because yeah. now it can see the back like, with the sun. Yeah, the back and the sun behind whatever. So, so the one that made the news effectively was like was that the, like the low res shot that it sent back to say well, just it was like a, it was quite, hey guys I've got something it was relatively high now. res but I presume they like they probably just when they did the programming because it all had to be you know automatic they probably programmed it to just be like okay the first image in this file just send that and then we can start the actual downloads yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they know they've got to get something on the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, four months to, or six months or whatever to yeah, just download all this stuff. That's a long, long time. Like, again, how long has this been, thing been flying? Ten years. Oh, that's a yeah. crappy modem then. Maybe ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it is a crappy modem. It's like one kilobyte a second yeah. at the moment. Apparently it can get like four times faster once it stops taking photos and they can... Reroot <laughs> power to the modem. Well, yeah, current because, rate one kilobyte a second. That's why I heard it takes ages because it, it's like apparently they do have to reroute the power. Like when it's uh, when it's actually taking photos and other readings, it has to like they have to use like the maneuvering thrusters to keep it stable or whatever. Mm. But then if, once they turn the maneuvering thrusters off, they spin it up into like so it's gyro stabilizing itself or whatever I and then that releases that means they can use the energy to up the bit right mm. <laughs> presumably it doesn't get a lot of, it's like it doesn't get a lot of power from the sun out there well, I'd it's imagine, not, it's not yeah. solar powered it's nuclear powered oh is it oh i didn't yeah. know that wouldn't get any off the sun <laughs> yeah it's like the curiosity rover is uh, nuclear powered as well hasn't got any solar panels yeah. Whereas the other, the previous rovers were solar powered, and they had to kind of wait until wind picked up and blow, blew blew the dust, dust off the, <laughs> which occasionally happened. And then like, oh shit, we can keep going. So what's the current argument about is, is Pluto been reclassified as a planet yet? Or no. that was what, ages ago. Or are they declassifying it again, or like all that stuff? Like, because yeah. that, that keeps going on. It's but... going to continue being a dwarf planet. Okay. It's just that now, now we've discovered it might actually be bigger than Eris. <laughs> right. <laughs> after we got better readings. <laughs> but not that much bigger. Like, marginally bigger. <laughs> so it still continues to be a dwarf planet. All right. Planetation. News. News. That was our filler news. Yeah, I really, don't, I really don't have anything. I suppose like minor video gaming news. Like uh, Xbox is now doing, uh, they're they're shuffling their games with gold thing uh, twice a month now. Okay. So at the start of the month, on the first and on the sixteenth of every month, there's a reshuffle of what's available. Um, so I, I actually can't remember the name of the game that they that's on there now. It's like. It's called like so many me or something, right? About green blobs or something. I don't know. I've looked at it, whatever. Um, so if you wanted to get massive chalice, you've missed, you've missed your window, it's gone. Gotta pay for that now, like you know, a regular person. 
So that's happening. Fair enough. I want to know what this um. I want to know more about this supposed uh, like you'll see some pictures and things of the um the ex the new Xbox Dash. Yeah. Um, that's supposedly coming. Oh, when's that happening? I, I, I don't know. I don't think they've officially announced when it's happening. Possibly relatively soon, basically. considering it sounds like people have been some people. In the pre- yeah, yeah, I think some people in the preview program are getting access to it. Is this going to be a bit more Windows 10 flavored or whatever in order to? Yeah, I, well, place? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is sort of becoming powered by Windows 10. Like there's a new VM layer or something. Oh right, okay. Um, to to handle it all, I think it's all going that way. But yeah, like apparently they've moved some stuff into slightly more like vertical lists rather than the horizontal stacking. And um, uh, when you pull, um, not everything needs to snap anymore. Like I think like applications like the Friends app and things like that will actually just overlay while you're using them. <laughs> Which is not actually a better solution, really. Well, it's like you're half and half on that one. It's yeah. like you even make your actual view smaller or you just obscure part of your view. Yeah. <laughs> But that's more like how the old Xbox works, I think. I think they're backtracking again somewhat. Um, apparently, they've been making changes so important at what they consider important apps or necessarily speedy apps um, are sort of always updating more frequently mm. or, right. or always ready to go. So it doesn't take so long for it to load the Friends app or the Party app when you want to get started mm. and stuff like that. So apparently, they're prioritizing things a bit better. Why did they decide to stop caring about smart class? Because that could have solved most of these problems. You could have just had your friends list on your phone. I mean, you, and you can do that, oh, yeah. yes. But you can't manage the party. No, exactly. And stuff like that. You can't actually do anything functional. Yeah. You just I, have it there to look at. I'm kind of with you. I, I think <laughs> smart class is, is, in a way, such a great idea, but it's so underused. Like The only time I really use it is for typing. Like if I've got something a long annoying password I need to type in, like well because you can do some stuff with PayPal now. Yeah. Like if I need to type my long ass PayPal password in, then it's like oh I'm gonna get the phone out to do this. Or, or if YouTube's app is so shitty that you need to type on an actual keyboard, then <laughs> I might. Even... Oh, I can't even remember if you can now, but yeah, at least YouTube's keyboard isn't that long, like single horizontal A to Z list. Like they have actually made it a grid now. Yeah. But it's still not the proper keyboard. No. Um, you suck, you two. Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a, that's interesting. Uh, like from people, the people that have used it say it is much more controller friendly, and it doesn't oh, cool. have doesn't have so much of a reliance on using Connect to get around. Um, at, at speed, um, right? So you you don't need the shortcuts as to rely on the Connect shortcuts as much because it's actually no. a better user interface. <laughs> yeah, not, not that I've been using them very much myself anyway, because, <laughs> because you're my, my connect a bit still is still boned, and I keep forgetting to do something about it. It's been better of late, weirdly, but it's um, yeah, it's still a bit dodgy. But yeah, so yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's more of that whole backtracking idea coming to fruition. But it, I guess it's the this this will be the second of the the three dashes I'm sure the Xbone will end up having if it's following the same pattern as before. Because <laughs> it was about I'm trying to think how long it was. It was about two years, wasn't it, after the mm. with, of the 360 being up before NXE came out. I liked NXE the first one. That was the best one. Yeah, NXE was good. Um, and in fairness, a lot, some of the the last one was pretty good as well. But it was just two field of ads. 
mm. there's too many ads mm. um, on every page, pretty much. Whereas, you know, at least on the on the current Xbone design, the ads are mostly relegated to like sections devoted to actually trying to sell you stuff. Mm. Like you've got that one sponsored flag. Well, you've got those three tiles, I suppose, on the on the home screen down the right. But the rest of the the most of the space is taken up by useful stuff. Yeah. And they're actually kind of useful sometimes. Those tiles there on the right because it's like they remind you when Deals of Gold has updated or <laughs> um, yeah, stuff like that. So Xbone still holding it down on the UI tip, yo. <laughs> It's a console. You it's a console. It. Go away and go to a shop and take money out of your bank account and give it to the and shop it wasn't, and they will give you an Xbox. And it wasn't that bad a deal if you were on the, on the Amazon Prime day, that terrible yeah. thing. I cancelled my Amazon Prime the moment they upped the price and gave me all that video shit that I didn't want. No. I was happily yeah. paying it for the... Um, for the it, free delivery. Instant delivery, yeah. But then, not that I was actually, um, I don't think I actually saved money, but mm. I, I, it still, it made me more likely to buy stuff. So. Of course it would, yeah, because it's yeah. like you can buy it and get it quicker than it's all yeah. like. It's really good. You don't end up ha- having, having the potential of that ponderous regret phase. <laughs> Exactly. Some from days it's still not here. But now I don't want all that instant video. I'll get Netflix if I want it, whatever. I don't know. Or I I want it to be a separate thing, like at least an option of being a separate thing. But they want to bundle everything together and they'll just keep raising the price until they give you everything and it's a hundred quid a year or something. It's already like seven. But yes, I think it's a stupid approach. I don't think it's. I think maybe they were slightly worried about people using Prime just for that and maybe they were losing money on it. It's amazing how many dumb decisions Amazon seem to make. Like for every like (laughs) good idea, like the Kindle, which is great, and like and like Amazon cloud services in general are pretty good. Mm. There's something like the stupid the Fire Phone, or there's the the stupid Siri for the living room thingamajig. And was it the Fire TV? Is that what it is for? Well, that's probably okay, but I mean, because that's basically one of those Google dongle things, isn't it? Kind of. It's, It's like. Or is it more like a... a... It's, a it's a streaming box, really. It's for, like, access to Prime Video, really. Yeah, no, I mean, what's the Google dongle thing called? What, Chromecast? Chromecast, yeah. Are they similar? Um, Chromecast needs a PC, really, to work. Does it? Like, you need to send stuff to a Chromecast. Oh, uh, right. But you can use an iPad or something, right? Uh, I think, yeah. I don't think you need a PC. But, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. Um. They they just make dumb things quite a lot, and they don't make any money. Do you know that Amazon like um, they discount everything or whatever, and they sell, and they're like the amount of um, revenue they have is gigantic. It's like bigger than twice as big as Tesco or something. But the actual profits they make off that is like less than zero. Hmm. So they're losing money right now. Yeah, I think they've always lost money. So. Aren't they about to like? I don't know because Alibaba's not in this country yet, are they? No, like because they're they're, so. they're they're the other big guns that are probably going to take over the Amazon space potentially. Yeah, they're cheap Chinese goods. Alibaba. Yeah, Amazon. it's weird. Anyway, 
the stuff is cheap and it arrives quick. The the, the core business is good for me. <laughs> you know, mm. they don't pay tax and shit, and that's terrible. But I mean, at least I can get what I want for cheap, and it gets delivered quick. It has happened on more more than one occasion of late where I've been looking at game prices and stuff, and Amazon managed to undercut at the last week or so before launch, and it'll be all like, yeah, actually, no, we've got this cheaper. Oh, and it's on on free delivery. Boom. Suck it, people. <laughs> and they tend to have amiibos in stock, so you know. <laughs> Get your amiibos on Amazon. For all your amiibo needs. I don't know why amiibo I wouldn't waste my money on. I think I'm going to buy some more Lego. <laughs> Did you see there was a slight spoiler from a Lego set for um, The Force Awakens? Not really a spoiler at all. But the fact that Poe Dameron, the cool X-Wing pilot, he has an awesome black X-Wing that's different from the other X-Wings. I'd already heard about that. Yeah, that somewhere. was already rumoured or whatever. But yeah, mm. it's it's confirmed by there being a literal Lego set, which is a black X-Wing called Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Is he like, he's like slightly less than secretly working for the... Uh... <laughs> well, that's an Empire-branded X-Wing. Yeah. <laughs> What, do you think he's evil? No, he's got to be a good guy. Come on. That'd be the twist. That'd be a weird manoeuvre. It's like, like why why do we only fly TIE fighters? Why don't we steal some of these rebel ships and they're just paint black and then they can be on our side? <laughs> yeah, why not? Steal, seize all your technology and use it for ourselves. You'd think this long after the original Battle of Yarden and stuff, the Empire guys who were left would have figured out that they probably wanted more X-Wings than TIE Fighters. Yeah. Well, they, don't, they don't want more X-Wings than TIE Fighters. They just want the better TIE Fighters. They don't want to be just bog-standard oh, TIE yeah. Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> they want all those advanced TIE Fighters that actually yeah. have like shields and stuff. What's happening? They're not even using, from the footage of the film, they're not even using interceptors. They're just using bog-standard TIEs, except they're a different colour or whatever. Maybe they've still got quite a few of them left, you know. Just like get, get rid of them. I think they're a new model of It's the less a problem tie, with though. the TIE fighters and more a problem with the pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have as many TIE fighters as you want. You can't have that many people. Hmm. That's called drone TIEs now. Well, that's TIE Ds. Those are different. Yeah, but they're, they're not canon anymore, are they? I imagine. No, none of these advanced TIE fighters are technically. Well, interceptors are canon. Interceptors, they're in, they're yeah. in Jedi. Well, yeah, and bombers, I guess. And bombers, yeah. But you wouldn't want bomb- bombers are specialized. Oh, no. yeah. But like the tie advance that that Darth Vader has in the first film or whatever, they could like manufacture. Yeah, his one was even more special than the actual tie advance, though, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that was so. like his double advance tie fighter. <laughs> tie fighter DS. <laughs> now with two tie fighters. Did you see the the real guys? The um from um. Comic Con, that's what's been happening. So there was like, I suppose, yeah, that's news. Was <laughs> Still that? trying to, oh god, we're, we're so feeling. Um, <laughs> trailers for shit. Anyway, yeah, the I, Batman I, thing. I still think that looks bad. That Batman versus. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. It looks rubbish. It it, it is a. Uh, it's it, it's trying to out epic itself. Yeah, it seems like every too hard to be subsequent epic. scene, and it is like, okay, this is quite epic. Oh, now this next scene. Oh, that's super epic. Oh, there's Lawrence Fishbourne. Look at his epic face. <laughs> <laughs> his face is so epic. I mean, admittedly, the scene where Bruce, uh, what's his name? Bruce Wayne is running, like, that's like, it's September the 11th, where he's running towards the building that's crashing down. 
Mm. And that building crashing down is from the previous film or whatever, right? It's like, oh, there's actually going to be consequences to this bit where they just destroy an entire city. That's kind of cool and epic, but I don't know. Just not convinced. Bruce Wayne doesn't care about Metropolis. <laughs> he only cares about Gotham. Well, it was because <laughs> apparently those two cities are very different. It yeah. was a Wayne Enterprises building, I think. Yeah, well, I'm sure he actually. Uh, well, I'm sure Wayne Enterprises has buildings all over the fucking world. Yeah, but he only cares <laughs> about by how much money he makes. That's a bit weird. How he's so focused on Gotham. If you think about it, well, he is only one man in terms yeah. of like that's true. Yeah. crime stopping capabilities. Yeah, that's true. He can he can only really folk. He can he needs a uh, a very small theatre of war, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, and supposedly it's, Gotham is like run by crime, right? That's its well, thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like it's more surprising that Superman doesn't muscle in on his shit. <laughs> Like, why has Superman basically left Gotham alone this whole time? <laughs> yeah, yeah clearing up in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Penguins put some Superman jammers up. I don't yeah, know. clearly. And Lex Luthor looked kind of cool, but I just, I quite like Jesse Eisenberg or whatever. But... Yeah, I think he's a good fit for that role. Actually, like I don't oh, like. Are coming. The problem is, is like, like if they were. It's it's an inter- it's a good direction, and I think like in a way like the DC stuff is trying to the DC movie stuff at least is definitely trying to distance itself from the comics, because Lex has always been quite a big guy, right? In the comics, yeah. he's quite he's a bit like a wrestler, mm. yeah, sort of. Yeah, he, the whole point of Lex Luthor was power suits anyway, so <laughs> yeah, so I guess he just automatically matter. gets chunkier. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yes, I, 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 I'm generally a, a Jesse Eisenberg fan. He, he, this could be, could be, he could be all right at it. We shall see. But, but yes, I mean, it's not going to have Kevin Spacey shouting wrong. Is the problem? Why not? Oh yeah, we're Kevin Spacey. It might have Kevin Costner though again. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. But they screwed the, up uh, that film. That film was bad anyway. That film was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer was like the only good bit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mainly because it cut down that scene just to be <laughs> that bit. Because in the actual <laughs> version, there was like a whole extra sentence in between. Yeah. And it made it much less cool. <laughs> yes. The actual, the edit was better than the film. <laughs> but there was the, um, do you see the Suicide Squad trailer as well? Yeah. I mean, that could be It good. doesn't really That's tell you a lot. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really tell you a lot, that one, but. I, I don't know where in the timeline it's sort of supposedly set. Like, what is. Like where, where, because presumably this 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 new even the Batman and Superman thing has to be a bit like it can't follow on from the Batman films they've done before, right? It has to be a completely fresh start. I'm guessing so, yeah. Because you know, I mean, maybe it's part of the new cinema. I think they're starting a new cinematic universe using that this that last Superman film, but doesn't include the um, doesn't include the Nolan Batman films at all. So the 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 cinematic universe. Batman will be Ben Affleck for the time being, I guess. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. No, the reason why the, re- the reason I say that is, it's like I just want to quite. I want to know a little bit about how they end up factoring the Joker in and something like that. I was like, and that would probably be the point in the film, right? That everything will go bad and the Joker will suddenly come to prominence. <laughs> but we're basically just talking about it's going to be the story of Infamous. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> Infamous. Not what's that game called? The fighting game. A fighting game. It starts with an I, doesn't it? What fighting game? 
the one where they all become super for no apparent reason. Oh, Injustice. That's the one. I remembered it started with an I. Yeah. <laughs> Influences are different. <laughs> yeah, well, they all, they all get mysterious invulnerability pills of some kind. Yeah. I should be dead. <laughs> That's basically what's going to happen, probably. <laughs> probably. Also, the return of Will Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. He didn't look that. Who, who's he supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know enough about that side. It's like, I don't know. I saw the um the the, the trailer came out for their um one of the, like one of their new TV series because apparently Arrow and Flash are pretty good. Um but the I haven't seen any of them. But they're doing a uh, a, a, a sort of you know another sort of misfits coming together style TV series. Right. Um and it's got um the guy that played Rory Pond from Doctor Who is a is a time traveller guy who comes back okay. to the future to say, No, you guys you guys are gonna be legends and stuff, but I just need to help you get there. Um Apart from he doesn't because it's a time paradox. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Well he's like a time protector or something. Like he's supposed to be like making sure things it's like happen. Ted's excellent bit, right? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had, like the thing with those TV series is that they on what in they they kind of look well made in one hand, but there's something about the way that they're shot and stuff that feels weirdly cheap, and I don't know a bit too Americany, <laughs> like because uh, you watch Marvel Agents of Shield and it, it that just feels like a quality product all round, and there's nothing about that that comes across excessively cheesy in terms right. of how it's shot or when they choose to use special effects and stuff it's a bit like cheesy. that. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, of course exactly. it is, but it's, but it it's it, it feels like it fits with with the, the like Marvel stuff, whereas it's yeah, it's it, there's something about the DC like look and feel that just doesn't seem to seem to fit. I don't know; it's really hard to explain. Hmm. A bit shitter. How about that? <laughs> just a bit shitter. So they're doing that as well. With, Rory the Time Protector. Right, I, I think let's move on from you, shall we? Yeah. I think it is time for what you've been playing. Starting with Sack this week, I think. Okay. Bring it. Well, there's basically only been two things, and we've talked about them before. And, well, the first one is, like, I played quite a lot more Terraria. and. Okay. It's annoying because it's like it seems like I should be able to talk about it more, but there's still nothing. There's no you can't really talk about it because it's just like it's just that game. You, you, once, <laughs> once you've once you've had the basic idea of Terraria described, there's not really much more to say about it. It just gets more crazy and more like everything just amps up in power and stuff. Basically, as you progress, the bosses get bigger and have more health. And then you get better armor and better weapons and weirder weapons. Mm. So yeah, we still haven't finished that. It's basically just a constant creep, right? Yeah. The way that game works. And it's weird because you don't really notice it that much apart from, apart from like the big jump where the world changes into hard mode. It's like that can be a bit of a struggle at the start before you get any of the hard mode grade armors. What do you mean when the world changes? It's like, did you? Well, there's a boss at, what, at like the end of normal mode, mm. and then when you defeat it, like that cause co- that causes 
new areas of like light and dark to spawn and then like more the higher grade of ores start appearing. Oh, okay, interesting. So there's a period there where you have like the old tier of armor before you've got any of the new ores, mm. where it can be quite tricky because everything does tons of damage. But yeah, we got to the last boss and died a bunch. What is the last <laughs> boss in Terraria then? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, okay. Not a giant eyeball, is it? It's not like a giant eyeball. It's okay. Well, it's not also, I guess giant eyeballs are involved. I, I guess the giant eyeballs are like secondary bosses to that boss. <laughs> right. It kind of sucks. It's basically a giant dude. <laughs> okay, I was about to say nose, but all right. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a giant dude. He's a pain in the ass because he has a lot of self-heal. And if you're not if you're not trying to combat it, he just gets all his health back. Mm. So the first time we fought him, where we didn't know what was going on, we were like, "Why are we not doing any damage?" Because mm. he was just healing all the time. And the second time we got a bit better. The trouble is, like, just like we just still don't have the tactics down. So our tactic is one of us dies and then hopes that they respawn before the other one dies. Because yeah, <laughs> as long as one person is still alive, he stays there. But if they both die, he just despawns. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely got to be more to it than that. <laughs> yes, we've got to get a bit more tactical. Top <laughs> <laughs> tip, stay alive. Yep. I mean, we're fighting him in, like, right in our town, basically. So mm. the spawn room is right nearby. And we set up this whole battle arena where it's, like, it's got, like, platforms so you can go up and down to evade attacks and stuff. <laughs> and it's got, like, health regeneration, like lamps and stuff to give you an area of effect like health regen in the zone and stuff like that still not enough though <laughs> also we never bothered to go and get max health we're both pretty close to max health but we could get a few more points stack that up a bit further it's weird because like i'm playing ranged and canna's playing melee basically so melee sounds like a bad idea against a boss right well, it's weird because there's like like some things in Terraria count as melee that you wouldn't really have thought of as being melee. Like boomerangs count as melee damage. Blunt force trauma, I suppose. Yeah. So it's like those are you it's like you get a little bit of range, but it still counts as a melee attack, so your melee based armor still gives you the bonuses for that kind of thing. Mm. So yeah. But it, so it's weird because she has higher level of armor like more points because i'm using ranged armor so i have inherently less defense mm. and well, i don't know I, I i always seem to be the one who dies second but maybe that's just because it's targeting her more because she's closer <laughs> i don't know it's hard to tell because it's fucking insanity and i'm firing this goddamn gun that just drowns out all the sound because you can, all you can hear is because <laughs> there's all these bullets who's <laughs> nine millimeter <laughs> Pizza with bullets on it. Yep, exactly. I don't know. It's crazy. And then I've been playing a separate world where I'm just I'm playing melee by myself. Or just to get a feel. Do you normally have you played melee at all before? Yeah, I I normally play melee just because it's like the logical. It's a much easier progression because there's always like a new tier of swords and stuff. Okay, it's like the sword progression is quite. I mean, there's there's a lot of bows, but the trouble with bows is that they don't. There's still a progression of bows, but there's a lot more like secondary effects with bows. Because like with a sword, it's like you walk up to them and hit them. And then sometimes there's like slight bonuses. 
But with bows, it's like it depends on like what bow you're using and what arrow you're using. And then sometimes the special effects of the bow overwrite the arrows. And the same for guns. It's like what gun are you using? What bullets are you using? What special effects does it have? So yeah, kind of the combinations get a bit more weird in for the ranged weapons. And I've never tried magic. That's a whole different mm. tree of ridiculousness. I was thinking about starting yet another character. It's kind of annoying because I want to start new characters to experiment with magic, basically. But I kind of don't want to start new characters. Because mm. <laughs> going through that progression again this soon, kind of kind of annoying and it's like you can't really just jump it's like i could make a new character and go into my current world and just equip them up with appropriate stuff right but that's not really then you're only seeing basically the last the last tier of whatever you're not seeing all the individual tiers to see how the actual progression goes okay it's not as interesting then that game is pretty pretty much all about the slow progression right yeah That's, that's kind of its draw finding the awesome equipment and combining it together to make even more awesome equipment. Mm. So yeah, that was Terraria. 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 And then the only other thing that I really played was quite a lot more dirt. Rally. Dirt, dirt. Quite a lot more. Dirt. Kind of got to group B now and like, wow, that's a lot easier with the four-wheel drive. (laughs) Yeah, I told you. It's a lot easier, but also like, it's still group B, so it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's insane. But still, it's cool. I didn't know which one to get. I got the Peugeot 205. Because there's an achievement attached to it. Is there? Okay. Yes. That's the the important. Make sure you buy that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I got that one. There's an achievement for fully upgrading that one. And it's like, when you go to group A, make sure you buy the Subaru because there's an achievement attached to that. I wish I could see the like the history of the events that I'd done or where I was in terms of what's going on because I I think I I did two rallies and then I was doing the third rally and I accidentally discarded and I think it got rid of all of them but then I went when I went to go back in it was like well now you're elite and you can choose like it started again from Monaco and it was like choose a car and I was like well now I can go group B and it was like hold on I was just I hadn't finished with the Real wheel drive. What's going well, on? <laughs> it's like what? It's a bit weird because I like if you'd actually discarded it and it gave you a DNF, then potentially you could have there. If that was the last one, it could have finished that set of championships and then just started a new set. Maybe must have done. Yeah. Or you can actually, if you if you're midway through, if you if you've saved after a set, a, a rally has finished, but before you've started the next area terrain or whatever you want to call yeah. the country if you save in that point in between the two countries mm. then ne- when you re-enter you can choose car again regardless right. of the fact that you're in the middle of it oh okay which is weird i don't know why that it does weird. that but yeah that that can happen i normally don't save at that point i normally actually just end up i end up forgetting that you can save at that point so i always end up in like in the service area of the first of the next country and then i save yeah Yeah. anyway how's your rallying going because you must be miles past where i am well like after i got the steering wheel out of the attic and actually started using it and after the force feedback patch and everything and all that guff it was like i started getting a lot better i think maybe yeah you definitely drive it in a way that looks proper 
compared to how I'm driving. <laughs> well, you're still in the old cars. That's the trouble. Yeah. You, you haven't got to four wheel drive yet. No, I think I'll probably enjoy it. I did bit. a daily event where it was. It, I did a daily event where it was one of the rear wheel drive. It was, I think it was the 1980s, like the Cosworth or something. Mm. I tried doing that. And I couldn't fucking do that at all with the steering wheel. But that was also because it was one of, it was the daily single event, so it didn't have the setup. And you really need you really need setup. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like it's fine because it's meant to be a quick thing where it's just like do one stage, but you don't get the setup and it's like critically important. Yeah, I think that's a really stupid thing to leave out. What do you tend to do with a the setup then, Zeg, mostly? Well, I mean I change the gear ratio, but Well yeah, obviously. This is one of the things that I've been having problems with my recent drive because I well basically I've got to the highest tier of AI so I'm at the master's grade and I've got to the 2010 cars as okay. I finished my do you run beat the AI it. still or not? <laughs> well, no, I've continued to come like third or whatever in every yeah, yeah, tier as I've gradually got yeah. better. <laughs> okay, that makes sense because that's what happens to me anyway. But so I got to the 2010 cars and it was weird because I'd just come off doing the Subaru in the Group A. And then I moved up to the 2010. And like the last rally I did in the Subaru, it was Germany, coincidentally. And I think I'm, I'm way better at tarmac for a start, mainly because tarmac's well easy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Comparatively. Predictable grip. Yeah. But it seemed like the, the, like the, it, it ended with Germany with the Subaru and it started with Germany again when in the next run, when I brought the 2010 car. And it, I was like, oh, I can't drive this fucking thing at all. How is this so much more difficult? <laughs> Somehow the 2010 car seemed way harder than the like, old-ass Subaru. I mean, it's mm. faster. I think the main problem with, that I was having with it is just like the brakes are way better. So I was just like braking miles too early, but I couldn't figure out. It's like I couldn't find the precise point where it was like, I'm either braking too much or too little. So I either brake way early or I just brake too late and slide off right <laughs> there's like because the brakes are stronger there's like a way smaller zone yeah. of hitting it at the right point so that was my main problem with the two, starting the 2010s but then my other problem with, with that i started to have was because i was i was still messing around with setups because with the subaru i'd done a lot i'd just been using the defaults yeah. in almost in like all four of those rallies that i did but then when I got to the 2010, I was like, this feels weird. I need to mess with this. So I started trying to change things. And also because a lot of the times the default setups seem really strange. But it's like, because I don't really know how the fuck you actually set up a real car. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, you have the front diff and rear diff. And they both say, like, loose diff will improve grip in low traction conditions, but a strong diff will give you better straight line stability or whatever. Mm. And, like, it's set where, like, the front one is all the way loose and the rear one is all the way strong. And I'm like, well, how, what, how does that work? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that, what's the, what is the, what is the ratio between the settings? Like, and what does that, how does that affect it? Yeah, is so the- it's fucking around. Basically, I when I got to Greece, so there was like when it went to super low grip, and I was yeah. like, "This feels extremely weird." Because I I tried it, I was doing like the shakedowns, so I tried it on default, and I was like, "This feels weird. I can't drive this right." So I started fucking around with the settings. And I was like, "Okay, let's set both the diffs to loose, and then then let's try and run with the suspension set more soft or more firm, or the dampeners and all that." I messed around with it for ages and found and like eventually came to a setting where I was like, "Yeah, this feels better." So I drove like four stages with that and I was doing, I was like, I was 
finishing the stages well enough, but my times were shit. And I was like, this doesn't, this still doesn't quite seem right. Cause I was definitely doing better with that Subaru. <laughs> okay. So, so then I went back to the default settings and just tried it again. I was like, Oh, now I'm like five seconds faster. <laughs> So I'm like, well, shit, I guess the default settings were right all along. I just made a shit setup. Yeah. I tend not to tweak it that much. It's just like a little bit of gear ratio, a little bit of bias. Yeah. Bias. I mean, gear ratio is the only thing I change because I yeah. prefer acceleration to top speed. Well, because there aren't many tracks that support <laughs> well, yeah. top speed. So. But then it was just like, once I went back to the default settings and I started doing better again, I... St- it's like eventually I started very carefully only like only changing one setting or whatever and seeing how it affected it. And I, I think like for some reason, I think like the differential settings, I prefer the exact opposite of what you would have thought. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like once I turned the diff, diffs up towards strong on the gravel tracks, that seemed to make it better. And I was like, that's not what it says. It's like it says the exact opposite of that. <laughs> right. So generally, from your research, don't touch it apart from the gear ratio. <laughs> yeah, generally, I have no idea how to set up a car. That's even hey, without yeah. going into the advanced settings. Well, you see, because I thought like the defaults also strike me as somewhat weird. Like, because on the tarmac stages, right? Yeah, you think like traditionally, isn't that where you set like a firmer? Yeah, firm suspension. But yet, the yeah, the default settings are really quite soft. Well, it's, it's like uh, a lot of the cars that I've been seeing in the high tiers, it's always like hard like firm rear and soft front which sort of makes sense because you're transferring the weight onto the steering wheels but it's it's like it's four-wheel drive so surely you want them all to be more or less the same strength mm. i don't know it seemed weird that was another one where it was just like i said i because even on gravel stages it was like firm rear and i was like that can't be right set that down towards soft and it got a lot better mm. <laughs> uh, so i don't know don't know anything about setting up cars that's the problem no. Have you? I mean, now I was finding the BMW needed didn't turn enough, and maybe I needed a bit more oversteer on it. But I, I didn't try changing the brake bias to get more oversteer. Well, the brake bias is the only. I normally just always set that to middle because I don't mm. really. The one time where I had it set to like oversteer was when I was I was doing Monaco, and I felt like it helped a lot to have like it basically oversteer under braking on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Like when you're braking into a sharp corner. Well, that used to be my trick with, uh, was it Economy Cray 4 or something on the all, <laughs> on the all snow stages? Yeah. Extreme rear bias. <laughs> but even then, that felt kind of weird. Maybe I, maybe I would have done better without that. Just have it on mid <laughs> and deal with it myself. I didn't like the kit cars. I didn't try it. Well, I tried it this morning with Dan and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got the. I, I could not get to grips with that thing at all. It felt really strange, and then like very jumpy, and then well, of course it didn't take cars. long. Like, yeah, I don't know the, the F two kit cars, and then it took me. It didn't take me too long before I basically mashed them up. So does <laughs> like, this yeah. like Group B rear wheel drive group mean I have to go back to rear wheel drive? Well, that it's like I say, just skip over. Skip over that and the F2s because those groups didn't exist before. <laughs> no, so you can. Yeah. It's like you earn enough money to basically go straight up if you skip over those. Yeah, that's true. Like I didn't have any problem going from Group B to Group A and then Group A to the 2010s. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really got into yeah. like hiring people or anything or, or improving my garage or whatever. Oh, I've got like three people. Well, yeah, stuff. you definitely need to hire 
even if they're fairly cheap, though, you still yeah. need to make sure you have as many engineers as possible so you can repair as much shit as possible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Because you really don't days. have enough time to do that. That was one of the other thing, weird things that happened yesterday when I was playing. I was like, I basically had completely fucked my, fucked my car up real bad on Wales. And it's one of the problems <laughs> I just, just, like, just by running into the, running into the whole of Wales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the problems that I, I've been having a lot with, well, ever since Group B, I guess, the Group B and the Group A, is I just always fuck the radiator. It's like oh, yeah, I every, everything I hit, it always seems to be damaged the radiator. Yeah, I, I have that problem. <laughs> and then once the radiator is damaged, that just starts damaging the engine as well. So you're like compounding the problem. So I, like, there's been several times where I've been going through and basically I've been spending all my repair time on engine and radiator or just radiator sometimes. Mm. <laughs> like all of the 30 minutes, just the radiator. I've had it down to like 40% before. Mm. <laughs> it's like, well, I can repair it up to 70% if I use all my time. That's quite a long way. I don't think I've ever damaged my stuff that bad. But then, so that was kind of what happened yesterday when I was playing because I was like, I damaged my radiator quite badly and then that started damaging the engine. And then I, so I was like in the middle of two stages. So mm-hmm. it was like completely bone for the second stage. And then midway through the stage, I started getting that hissing noise where it's like your engine is completely fucked. So it's leaking power and you can hear it. I, I assumed that was the turbo the first time I heard it because I assumed it was like the pressure. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it is. I think that's actually engine damage that makes that noise. Mm. So it started hissing, but then like that stage was one of the fastest stages I'd driven in that whole rally. Like I was beating the computer player on several seconds. I was like, how am I doing so well with this incredibly fucked up car? <laughs> Maybe it's just like I was better at controlling it when it had less power. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That was quite weird. I need to intentionally fuck my car <laughs> to drive better. Although this game was a, is a good advert for me too. To, to get to seriously consider a new graphics card, man, does it look nice running on dad's machine? <laughs> it's well, so smooth. Computer. It's so smooth. I just like having high resolution as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty nice. I, that game still needs more content. Oh yeah, dramatically, and I, I don't like their. The way they, you know, it's got, oh, this thing has 12 stages. It's like, no, it doesn't. There's two stages, front and back, and then bits. <laughs> it's like, it needs more, there needs to be more per environment and more environments. Yeah. Yeah, I think they stretch what is there a bit too thin. Yeah. Like, I'd it's rather way too it. obvious. Mm. Yeah. Especially when you get to the Masters and you have to race all 12 in every yeah. rally. Oh, do yeah. you? Oh, blimey. Well, because it goes up by two every time, doesn't it? Every time you rank up, oh, you do yeah. two more stages per rally. Fuck's sake! <laughs> so, what are they? Um, what are the? I'm on elite. What's what's the next one? Uh, I don't remember what the grade. How okay. what order they go in? Never mind. Elite's probably elite is might be the second to last, or it yeah, might be I think the it might be middle one. I mean, it, my problem with it is that it just never felt like. Like until the Dirt series, it doesn't feel like they were reusing content this bad, right? It felt like the stages were unique, yeah, in prior games, and maybe there's a lot less effort in crafting those stages for older games. But still, you've done it once before, people. <laughs> Let's go back to that time when it was good. <laughs> 
Maybe we should break out Colin McRae too. See how it looks. Four four. Yeah, four four. They're both good. Break out. Bash did. Well, uh, that was about it, really. Just a lot of driving. I had the, I brought a specific non-wheeled chair upstairs to my bedroom. How oh, good. <laughs> so I can have a proper chair. <laughs> well, I'm using the zero. The wood clamp still working. Yes, my chunks of wood are still holding it on. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention that weird thing that happened last week, just before I came to came over here. Mm-hmm. Why? Why I had to play it at Rob's? Computer. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> it was because like I was I was midway through that Germany rally with the Subaru, and I was in the menu between stages, and it just blue screened. Like my my whole computer crashed right. out of the game, and well, out and of then Windows. well yeah the whole it just blue screened blue screen yeah crashed the whole system. So then when I rebooted and went in, the force feedback felt completely different, <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't feel like it felt a minute ago. Yeah. And then so then when I came over to Rob's, I tested it on his identical steering wheel mm. to see what it was like and it was like this feels more like after the crash than before so maybe it was like it was fucked before the crash yeah <laughs> and the crash actually fixed it <laughs> so I don't know that was a weird potentially driver error mm. and there's been some other I was reading some of the forums of people talking about things that seem weird about like force feedback and stuff, mm. and then they had, there were some people suggesting that like they they thought that the force feedback was changing during like between stages or whatever, like somehow it was fucking with the settings, mm. but it wasn't right, like or it wasn't visibly, yeah. like their settings still appeared to be the same, but it might be like but weirdly, it felt different for some reason. Yeah, I mean that's that's not uncommon. I do remember like older driving games occasionally having that problem where the force feedback suddenly went weird. Yeah. Um, probably the older Colin McRae's actually thinking probably. about it. Yeah. But then there was other people, I'm not sure if it was in the same thread or just in a similar thread, but they, was, they were talking about how apparently the game models tyre damage, but when you repair the wheels in a service area, that doesn't actually repair the tyre damage. So, like, your tyres could actually degrade during the course of a rally, mm. but there's nothing you can do about it. So, you like, you actually, it unless feels you, weird unless, because your tyres tires are actually degrading. Well, unless you pop one. Unless you pop one, in which case you get an actual replacement. Weird. It's like, that's, that would be exceptionally weird if that's true. Because <laughs> hmm. I'm assuming, like, that tyre, I guess you wrote the wheel stat is probably just... The actual physical structure of the wheel, not the tire. Yeah, that's what people are saying about it. Because apparently there are like they've like looked into the game files or whatever, and you can actually see that there is programming for the tire wear as a like fun, you know, okay. there's mathematics involved in that process. And they're suggesting that maybe that's what's going on. Like it's not telling you, but the actual tires are being affected by. I <laughs> might make a bit of sense over two stages, right? But like, I don't know what the rules are for like tire changes and get service service stations and things. Well, yeah, but, it depends how they programmed it, though, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it depends partially on what yeah what they're trying to do, like in terms of the the realism of what you're allowed and not to. But if there was like a a like a single chunk option, yeah, maybe, to, to say like your okay, your tires are screwed and you can only like 
the only option is not to repair it percent by percent, say, or just to say well, a lot replace. Of, a lot of the repair oh. options should be chunks, really. Yeah, I agree. They should, they should change that repair system in general. Yeah, just doing it in, in percentages doesn't make a great deal of sense for the parts you're probably changing, right? Yeah. Oh, how can you do 1% of radiator, right? Yeah, I'm just going to put a, a bit of blue tack over this little hole here <laughs> and ignore this gaping chasm of problems over here. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to make any difference. <laughs> so, yeah, they probably need to change that. And then I like their, I think their latest blog posts about development or whatever, they were talking about how they've, they had a session where they talked to the tire manufacturer of the WRX. Oh, yeah. Rally Cross. And they were talking to them about how to better model tires or whatever. Oh, good. So maybe they'll take that, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe that maybe they maybe they weren't ever meant to know that that was going to be like that. Maybe they thought it was good how it was, but then people were like, "Hang on a minute, this is weird," and then they discovered the secret. <laughs> I was saying it down earlier. I think they need to change the water sound, the water splash sound. It's like it's and it's been like this for a few games now. But water splash doesn't just go. If you're inside the car, it's boosh, you know, it's a yeah. it's a real it's a huge thing, yeah. Thunderous noise. Well, I don't know. I yeah, I, it's, it's it's still fairly bad, although really No, it's it's just it's just yeah, it's just It's not that bad. It is that bad. No, it's well louder than that. It's much louder than that. But the actual thing is that the the at least the water effect on the screen the screen effect froze me. So like it should. Yeah. Well, except it's still not actually that great an effect. It's better than it used to be. It's much better than the dirt effect. Well, yeah. I mean, it has one. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's no, the dirt free. <laughs> yeah, they sort of weirdly... Yeah, weirdly didn't happen then, dirt three. But it's... I don't... It's like... Again, this is what I've always said about dirt free, and I guess still this game, is that Colin McRae 4 still had better wiper effects. <laughs> Mm. It's like there's all there's like no streaking or anything at all. It's just like it's perfectly clear. Yeah, in between wipes, and like the water doesn't move with the airflow or anything really. Yeah, or the physics. It's still a weirdly it's still not great thing. Yeah. <laughs> at least I mean, they've gone to the effort of modelling that crack quite nicely. I don't know. That crack is like super annoying. And I guess I don't I think I. I guess I don't think I've ever seen a car windscreen that has actually cracked that much, but not completely fucked. No, it's it like doesn't. it's got a giant crack all the way across the screen in like multiple parts, and yet the screen is still completely intact. <laughs> it is weird, yeah, because I'm not entirely sure. Like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure that car windscreens crack in, in that fashion. I mean, maybe rally spec windscreens are different in some way or something. Yeah, possibly. Because, you know, when a car windscreen breaks, it just, like, disintegrates, basically, doesn't it? It turns into those tiny shards of yeah. glass. Mm. For safety reasons. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know about that crack. It's well annoying. It could be particularly bad, depending on, like, some of the different daylight situations can completely fuck you. <laughs> it's like, I, I really just don't like driving in any of the stages that are in morning, because that angle of light on some of the tracks just makes it impossible to see. It's like worse than night. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the grease stages. Some of the some of the morning light angles on those are just bastards. Because mm. it's like the trees are perfectly casting shadows exactly over the corners. <laughs> I'm sure that was intentional. Almost certainly on purpose. <laughs> Do we know what's coming next from them, Hot Boat Wires? 
Mm, I haven't been paying attention, so I don't know. I think it's the rally cross, I guess, because they've been talking about it a lot. Rally cross, eh? Yeah. That'll be an interesting test I'm of not, the physics. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what I want no. from this. Uh, that's actually a little bit of a bummer. I just want more stages, man. You don't need well, I mean, a least, whole new discipline. If they do rallycross, at least that potentially means there will be more different stages because they can't just do oh, they sure, can't they, do like they, Pikes they, Peak where it's only one. But rallycross stages are those like well, yeah, I know lap track. They, know they are, one. yeah. But they they surely got to make at least four of them, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. Yeah, because they're not very long either. Because what was it? They had like in Dirt Three, at least they would have two or three per area. But obviously they wouldn't go well, to yeah. all the same areas. It's so. just like slight extensions. Yeah, the same be, track. It'd be the same track, but with different ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be a weird test of the physics to see how it works out car collision. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I want them to sort out the pace notes and to add more stages before rallycross. I think. That's not going to happen. It's going, it's going the wrong direction. And then after rallycross, it's going to be Finland. I think probably, if I remember rightly. Okay, Finland's cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. Finland, Finland, Finland. Finland would be cooler if they, I don't know. I, it's like I was thinking that they should include some more snow stages in with the Finland set, but that doesn't really work. You either have it be all fast gravel or all snow, because yeah. that's why it used to be Finland and, and Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the Sweden being the super soft snow stage. Yeah. Oh, and I also saw on that blog they also very briefly mentioned that they were thinking about trackside obstacles and like basically making gravel banks not so solid. That'd be cool. <laughs> like actual deforming terrain to some extent. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that'd be nice. But that seems like a slightly like, fewer things that instantly flip the car would be nice as well. It's like, how am I making this front flip all the time? That seems like one of those things that is almost too fundamental to be doing at this point maybe it's maybe. like it seems like they already made the engine and then it was just going to be content during the early access right. but doing something like that seems like it'd be a lot worse it, it's not even just a programming thing because you're actually having to like they would have to edit the level basically yeah, you have, have to do the collision map or whatever over the maps oh yeah they would have to re-sculpt bits of it or add certain new properties to bits of geometry and yeah yeah that seems like a lot of work that they should have already done if they were going to do it. <laughs> it depends on, like... It, yeah, so it's one of those things, like... It, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a game developer or anything, but how do you iterate on concepts is, I suppose, different for each thing. Maybe the early access process requires them to, you know... It will have to come later because of the, the early access approach they're taking, that they, they're pushing some content out before they go and revise it. To... Well, that's the other reason it seems weird for them to say that they're going to do something as fun- fundamental as that, because they've already laid out this whole content schedule where they're like, mm. this month we're going to do Finland or this month we're going to do Radicals. And it's like, that doesn't seem to leave any time for <laughs> this like super deep editing of everything. Well, presumably like the entire team can't just be content guys, right? There must be programmers that well, are still like working on the engine and working on the physics and as you say, like investigating tire wear and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I guess but even then. And also like the people have been talking about how they're probably going to rebalance several of the cars like the actual physics. Yeah. Uh, that seems like, I mean that's an early access thing 
obvious, obviously, but it's just like that seems kind of annoying to me because it's like, oh no, they're actually going to change how this handles. Like, this will actually change how this physically feels to me yeah. on the cars that I've already bought. But I mean, that's early access. Yep, always, <laughs> always the risk. You know, there's always the risk at some point. Everything will get progress wipes or something if they choose to change how that well, that wouldn't be and... too bad though really because yeah, honestly what is the like the career structure in that game is kind of guff anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an interesting idea but it doesn't quite double down on it in the way that they potentially have done in the um f1 series right where they've tried to make the f your f1 career feel like how you might be jumping from team to team and stuff and... well yeah I mean, um, I mean, there's only so much career structure you can do in the, in the rally idea, but it's more to do with just like like that service area stuff that just doesn't feel like like it's actually real. Yeah. So like you're moving these percentage bars, that doesn't feel like you're actually surviving. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like all these rally stages are happening one after another, except for the two that are. <laughs> Like when you go to the service area, it kind of seems like quite a disconnect yeah. between those two stages and the next two. I want to see the, uh, the, the 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 picture of the car, right? <laughs> you want to see the car up on jacks with the wheels off? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like the Conrad Crow Four thing. Where it's <laughs> All you need is a JPEG, and that will make it all better. No, not even that. You went, was it the Conrad Craig, the older ones? Didn't you, you could see the car like change as you made? Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. That was in two, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's been in a lot of them, actually. That's cool. A lot of the earlier ones. Yes, it's like nice, modern, smooth menus is a, is one thing, but immersion cer- kind cer- of helps. certain amount of niceties need to be thrown in. But maybe not that too. <laughs> that might be going a bit too far. Yeah, no, we, don't too need far. A, we don't need a wavy tube, man. <laughs> it's going a bit far. Although cool. you know that, that uh, but Dirt Two in a way proves that they could rapid load cars in, right? Because you know you'd be looking at those posters, those um, what do you call them, posters? Those those cars. photographs yeah. of the cars, and when you selected one, it looks up and it's there. I mean, don't yeah, really, that, that you was can't even look at. You can't even preview a car's model before you buy it. No. no. Yeah, they should probably do that. I mean, that might be you know, Codemasters are. You know, menu junkies really. They'll, they'll they'll probably come up with something. You know, there's it's every every possibility to think that what they have now is just, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, placeholder to get to get early access running. Hmm. I reckon they'll keep some of the style, but you know, they might. I I wouldn't be surprised if they muck around a bit. Maybe because I'm not a big fan of those like scrolling backgrounds or something that are just there. It looks a bit cheap, you know, compared to what we're used to from them. At least they've added. The new backgrounds for all the different environments. Yes, <laughs> this is true. They are adding to it, and you know, obviously, they don't. No one wants to load back to a menu, really. No, you don't want so the actual they, loading time. No. <laughs> also, they need to change that beat. <laughs> you reckon? It's like they put it in, and that was good because it's well helpful. Because you to know when it's, it's loaded. loaded, yeah. But it's a terrible sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Worst audio thing, 2015. <laughs> oh, is that your vote? Okay. Oh, probably not. We'll see how it ends up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Simply change it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a pretty good shout. So that's Dirt Rally. Dirt Rally. We've all played it. 
We've all been playing. It'd be it. nice if we were all in the same car. That would really help. Or the same class of car. Because then we well, can actually have time. Because every time I, I can I asked go... you which freaking car you Well, no, you're, the real you're buying ones, the right cars. No, so no, you... no, I'm not. Because you, you, you got the Sierra. And I asked you, did you get the BMW? You said you did. Never mind. So you must have I forgotten. I don't remember. Anyway, I, I yeah, I don't remember that so long. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, those are cheap. You can buy whatever. I'm still going to stick to my plan, I think, of like pacing how much I play that game because I think I I will get more out of it of playing the, the final thing than going through this process. I think like if I repeat the stages too much, I'm going to get bored of it before it's ready. Well, that's why you always need to be moving up the cart progression because yeah. that's the actual thing that makes it different. And also, I'm well aware that my system isn't running it. It's, it's kind of wants to. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Still. Still, let's hope they don't fuck it up. There's this rally cross and all that stuff. Is that it? Yeah. Cool. Rob, it's your turn. Time to shine. All right, then. What are you uh, playing? We're playing more South Park. Did I talk about this last time? Did I just start since last podcast? You did start. No, you, you talked plenty about it. Okay, yeah. But so I'm still carrying on with that. It's a... Uh, no, I haven't got a great deal to add then, presumably based on what I took. <laughs> but maybe remember. you don't have much to add because no. I don't remember what I said. Well, I don't think I'll look at a great deal as not a great deal has actually like changed in terms of what you're doing uh, over the course of the game. So I'm basing it on that. It's still, it's still funny. It's still entertaining. Um, it's uh, it, the, the the way it sort of blends. It's a very fan servicey game as it just throws a lot of characters in and it just throws a lot of right. Uh, like oh this is here randomly let's let's um let's revisit that joke shall we and then sometimes it's quite nice to sort of just see just what they're doing in there like uh i, I i'm quite appreciative for the fact that like whenever you go into a building or something the music playing in the background is like all music that they've done during this the show at some point like like parody pop songs or stuff that chef used to sing and things like that so there's a, there's if you if you if you recognise what you're hearing and things like that, it's like oh that's cool. I didn't realise they brought that in, and then it re- you realise just how much South Park there has been, <laughs> and you're just like oh actually they've got a ton of stuff they could pull from. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. They've been doing it for how long? Fifteen years. Longer? Yeah, it must be must be about that. Maybe longer. Yeah, but r- yeah, roughly that. And it's a. Uh, so they've got a wealth of stuff they can pull from, and it's just fine. There's, there are uh, moments with especially like some of the music and stuff, and you think, oh, actually, they've put a lot of effort into making this sound pretty good. Um, I do wish the fight systems were perhaps a little bit more complex than they are. Right, um, it's a bit simplistic. Yeah, it gets it gets a little bit to the point where, or and if some of the gear was more interesting as well, because there isn't a great deal of uh, impetus to change what you're wearing after a while. Um, because the you don't get the stats system in it isn't so uh, you know is, isn't numbers or anything like you would have from a normal RPG. It's not like oh if I'm wearing this then there's an there's an improvement to the defense, but at the cost of my my magic or whatever. Is or, that all hidden? Or I don't think it even exists. Right. And I think that's the like basically the it, it, you don't see any of it, but I, I think you do get some of that. But it's all tied to. Um, your level effectively rather than the gear you're wearing. The gear basically gives you perks. Um, so like, oh, you'll, you'll be able to, um, 
There is one thing that is similar to defense, I suppose, like which is the, your armor stat, which basically means how much of the incoming damage is just totally negated. Right. So, so you have thirty armor. That means like thirty hit points of any attack is just count. doesn't just gets rid of. Yeah. That's Unless cool. the attack is armor penetrating, but uh, that's that's the one thing that is kind of a stat that you can keep track of, and that's useful because all the enemies you can see the armor level of enemies and stuff, and they'll have like I don't know three hundred and sixty-two or something. So it means oh, I need to attack with something that's more powerful than three hundred and sixty-two. Otherwise, it's going to do nothing to them. Oh, it's or, no point. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. There's the one sort of stat wrinkle you can see. Uh, but everything else is all like, oh, you'll gain more power points after every turn, or if you if you uh, attack with your uh, your main melee weapon, there's a good chance you'll cause bleeding if you manage to pull it off perfectly. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, so they're all they're all perks rather than straight stats, and that mm. that also applies to the uh, the weapon and equipment strap-ons as they call them, which are just like things you associate. With your weapons and melee to add the, add another perk, like oh my now my uh, now my sword is on fire for some reason. Great, that's helpful. I can set everyone's hair on fire and they can jump around in a very South Park looking panicky jumpy sort of way, which is quite satisfying. So yeah, I'm going to carry oh. on. I, re- I reckon I'm probably two thirds of the way through that. Now. Oh right, okay. So oh. getting there through the town and everything. Yeah. I, I'm struggling to think what they, what else they could do next, unless the game takes a very violent shift into doing something else. Um, that's my that's my guess, anyway. But yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a neat neat thing. Oh, and if it was released this year, I might have a shout for a most annoying audio thing from it. Um, in the after, I think this. Probably the biggest flaw of the whole game, actually, is that I think when you're in a battle, the amount of time it takes before someone says a hurry up style comment is really short. It's like Mary Go. Yeah. It gets quite annoying very fast. It's like, are we still doing this? Or hurry up, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, it, get, it gets quite irritating. Makes sense. I mean, because it's because definitely going to be on the list, isn't it? Well, it can't, it can't. It can't be because it's a game of 2014, not a game oh, of 2015. God damn it. So okay, but yeah, it, it probably would have been on there um, had I played it last year. Uh, it's just like it doesn't really achieve anything when it's that frequent. It just does nothing but annoy you. Like if you're trying to play the game by weighing up your options to be all like, oh, okay, I want to do this move here. Uh, or do I want to expend my PPs to try and chain it to the next series of moves and things like that? And while you're considering all these options, the kids are just going, hurry the fuck up. And you're like, oh. Well, those sound effects never achieve anything anyway, in any case. No. Like, they're totally pointless. They're just annoying. It wouldn't matter so much if they, if, as I say, if the delay was quite long. Like, I don't know, it was kind of inventive in Worms. It was like, come on then. Apart from that, was only one sound effect. Or two. Yeah, there weren't many. But they were. They took a while for them to play. At least a good. Well, yes, but then in that game, you also had an actual time limit. <laughs> it, well, yeah, <laughs> per turn, which you could turn off at least in the originals. But right, yeah, yeah. So South Park, it's cool. Still recommend. Check it out if you like a bit of South Park, and who doesn't? Frankly, I did the bit with the underpants gnomes. That is quite disturbing. <laughs> That's the most famous part of that game, isn't it? Yeah. 
the moment. It's quite disturbing. <laughs> uh, the other thing I've been playing... Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I've been playing quite a bit of is Massive Chalice. Yeah. Which was, uh, well, this month's game with gold, except it's not anymore. This month's half, this half month's game with last half month's game with gold. There we go. Let's go with that. Um, it's a turn-based strategy game by Double Fine, featuring Sweet. a talking giant chalice thing. Okay, is, where the left side is a dude and the right side is a woman that apparently used to be like members of this kingdom. One of them being a sort of more intellectual, the dude, and the lady being what the game calls a caber jack, because which is their like melee class. But no one has swords in this; they just carry around giant cavers. And uh, yeah, so the girl is more melee and just brawn. Yeah, just just enjoys a bit of violence quite a lot. But as I say, they've represented nothing by by nothing but their voice, really. Like they're they're halves of this chalice. It's massive yeah. chalice. So that they act as your guides through this thing, and the narrators and the um, uh, your tutorial devices, I suppose. Um, and the main concept is that uh, this particular world is being uh, eaten or corrupted by an entity known as the Cadence. Um, the Cadence. And so you have to effectively defend this realm until the chalice has enough power uh, in it to do some sort of nasty thing that will eliminate the threat. Um, so the twist with this is that it takes the chalice 300 years to power up. So the, the course of the game takes, uh, takes place over 300 years, but that obviously means you can't have... Uh, people or members of your party or heroes or anything that are going to stay alive for that amount of time. Right. Um, the amount that they could live varies dramatically from about 40 years. Uh, and if you're very lucky, you'll get someone past 80. Um, because I don't know, fantasy medieval setting healthcare is probably terrible. <laughs> right. Um, and so, and the meta game ends up playing out. A lot like XCOM. In fact, the whole game is basically oh, someone's okay. attempt at being XCOM, enemy unknown. Well, it's more like those in the old inspired by worse games. Let's be honest. Yeah, That's and in fairness, they game. get they get pretty close to the mark. Uh, it has to be said. It, it's not. I don't think it's quite as deep or as well thought through as XCOM, and some of its twists are annoying more than inventive. Um. But it's pretty close. It's like, it doesn't make a great first impression, it has to be said, because it just drops you into this, like, I don't know, a room with, like, what looks like a still image with the chalice glowing when it talks and a bit of text overlay, and then you see the actual graphics of the game, and at first you think it's just kind of poorly made, and then you start to realise that actually some of the style is intentional. Yeah, so they've gone for a a sort of low-poly geometric look, Okay. Um, to everything so everyone's got like pointy faces and the geometry is all quite solid and, it's, and most of the most most of it is untextured as well so like going for um, sort of a, a flat look to it which is could have been kind of neat but I don't think they went far enough with it as in there's just a little too much detail there to the point where it just looks like a bit of a crap asset as opposed to a 
stylized thing like it, you could there are bits on the floor occasionally where it looks like okay there are some textures don't you but like some of the floor stuff looks like oh they've gone uh, this grass for instance is is modeled by just having a, a pattern of triangles rather than um uh, actual green <laughs> or you know some some spiky bits or whatever mm-hmm. uh, or the, this rock formation is uh is weirdly hexagonal stuff like that but i don't think they went far enough with it in terms of the character designs and at times there are just bits of foliage that are just you know look like foliage and stuff like that rather than having these cool geometric patterns and things it's like they should have tried to go as far as grow home did with that aesthetic right. really and by being in this middle but yeah by being in this middle ground it just ends up like the first at first glance it looks just a bit crap and then you realize what's going on and it's like oh okay i kind of see what you're doing there and then you kind of forgive it a bit more um it doesn't help that you're not really zoomed in most of the time so you can't see the geometricness of your characters that much or of the bad guys because you're i don't know you're playing it like xcom you're miles away um so it's missing some of the like XCOM, like you don't have the cover system, for instance, and it doesn't have the height system that XCOM has. Everything plays as a uh, a fairly flat sort of area, and it's and it's more focused on melee combat than it is ranged. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you basically have three basic classes. You've got your Cause XCOM is who's... not so much melee, is it? It's kind of more range, I guess. Well, yeah, it's, it's, almost all, it's almost all guns, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is so that's quite a big differentiator, I guess. Compared yeah, to I mean, kind of. Yeah, you're like your caber jacks and your alchemists can be relatively effective with their their melee attacks, but then you've got the ranger who has no melee attack at all and has to sit back and uh, uses giant, actually really bloody massive crossbow. Uh, to try and shoot things from afar, but it's super weak if like if anything gets up right next to him. Kind of very similar to how the sniper class, I guess, handled in XCOM. Um, but he's your only real ranged approach. Um, and the alchemists can chuck grenades, basically. like They make concoctions of explosive nature and throw those over obstacles and things. Um, but as I say, there's no cover system. There's no... If you're behind something and can't be seen, then you won't be shot by range, but, you know, it's not going to protect you because, and maybe that makes a bit of sense because, you know, if there's, there's not that many ranged attacks in the game that, you know, having a full-on cover system to reduce damage might not make a lot of sense. But, um, yeah. So you have to manage your population as well. You have to manage your heroes and stuff like that because they age, because they die over the course of the game. Um, outside of your control, whether or not they're doing well or not, you have to marry them into keeps so they produce offspring and that offspring, the class of those offspring will be based on who you've put in the Regency positions and also the uh, the experience level of the, of the training they will receive will be based on who you put in the, uh, in, on the thrones. Um, so there's a, there's a bit of, that's where, because the, there isn't so much of a map, like you don't have to be like, oh, I need people here, I need people there. It's more about managing, okay, what kind of people am I going to be producing? Um, so I accidentally managed to breed out my rangers or my hunters as they call them, or, you know, the, the, the ranged class, um, which has caused me a bit of a problem. I've got like one person left who I've managed to put on a throne now. Um, so hopefully I'll get a few more before they cark it. Although she's pretty <laughs> old. <laughs> so they might not have kids. Get? As right, I say, it yeah. varies. Like they can, like if they're in a position of regency, then they tend to live a little longer, but they could, 
they could die at age like 45 or something just randomly. Um, whereas some will live like into their eighties. Um, so it's a, it's a bit of a random factor. How long, how much you'll get out of something. Um, and also certain people have different fertility ratings and, um, obviously you can only get kids if you marry a male to a female, that kind of thing. And it's, um, there are ways to adopt kids, like and spend your research points to get new new adoptions. Well, that's cool. Oh, Can adopted kids me. get on the throne then, or do you have to maintain them? Yeah. So there are some weird rules. Like if the um um generally the like it tries to follow bloodlines. So if you have a family in a keep, for instance, and the regent there dies, it prefers you to put someone who has descended from them into the throne. So if you have like offspring that be- belong to that house, as it calls it, right, belong to that family, then only they can take over the throne. If, if both people seem to disappear from that house, then you can, there are times where you can put some other, anyone you want in there. I haven't quite figured out what the, the rules are for it. And say so most of the time you have to put an offspring in there, but, Sometimes you can just chuck a random in there, which was helpful in my hunter case because it's like, oh, I've got a random hunter. Now I can put them on the throne. Let's hope they have babies and make more hunters. Um, um, And there are some other tricks to that as well. So whoever's on the throne themselves, you'll get people of their base class type. So you put a caber jack on there, you'll get more caber jacks. You put an alchemist, you'll get more alchemists. But the second person you put in can add a modifier to that. So... If I had an alchemist as the partner of a, a caber jack regent, then they will get exploding cavers <laughs> instead awesome. of regular cavers. And, uh, or you can get people that move stealthily, say, if you have a caber jack with a hunter. Um, uh, things like that. Like, so I, I, there are ways of getting, I think if you have a, an alchemist as the regent and a hunter as the, the secondary, then you can get like people that can throw precision bombs and stuff. Um, so you can muck around with the with with the rules a little bit, um, and so weirdly, I ended up finding myself getting kind of into all this. It's one of those like you're on the brink of disaster at all times, and somehow yeah, that keeps X- you going. XCOM style, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of neat. It must I'm, I'm, be hard I think I'm liking it to get that feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it more than I thought I would. Um, it does have a couple of annoying traits, though. Um, like, for instance, the the more in- the enemies they've tried to be inventive with, in that so one of them is called a lapse, and it's a ranged unit. But whenever it hits you, your units lose experience. It it literally lapses your memory, <laughs> is the idea. So you don't want to be hit by those because you can level down in the middle of a fight and lose an ability. Right. Which, okay. Watch out it's for that. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Talk. It's kind of cool in concept, but actually, when you're just when it's more annoying than anything else. Um, and then you come across wrinklers at some point that, whenever they hit you, age your characters by five years. Yeah. You, uh, so if they're you get on hit, the throne and you're looking for them to have children or whatever. Oh, well, you, your th- people on the throne can't go into combat. Right. That makes sense. There's a, there's well, a I don't there, know that because so. you do get that like historically, right? Kings sure, there, there is there is one exception to that, and that's when keeps get attacked. 
then your your team will jump in to wherever they will be on a random place on the map. But the king and queen, or the you know the the the, the regents, will be guarding the entrance to the keep. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. So so okay. that's the only time they're they're in combat, really. Uh, and that's the one time you get seven units instead of five. So a bit bit of a bigger fight. Had to do one of those so far, and that was quite difficult. <laughs> How'd it go? Uh, just about just about managed it. Uh, I don't think anyone died during it, but it was a lot of um, these, this, there was a lot of these uh, this enemy called a cradle that basically walks around and spawns lots of tiny little minions everywhere. So you have to okay. deal with all these little guys that are running around doing pansy damage to everything, but obviously getting in the way of you killing the big things. And then when you kill the big things, even more spawn <laughs> all these little things. And it's like, oh man, that fight went on for a while. And it was quite, uh, it got to the point where one of the regents was on like one health for a very long time. <laughs> it's like, oh no, can't let the queen die. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the problem with the wrinklers is obviously you're, you're, as your guy gets older, certain traits get better, but certain traits get worse. And if they get too old during the course of a fight, the fight will end and they'll just die. <laughs> like I'm too, like, I'm too old for this fight. shit. <laughs> yeah, which is frustrating if you then had plans to train someone up and then use that someone as a regent or something to then get get more experienced guys in the next next generation. So it's got some interesting ideas. It's got some. It's definitely it's not as good as XCOM. It definitely doesn't pull it off. It doesn't have the same level of polish, right? Well, you as can't XCOM does. Up like double fine and it's a bit of a smaller game and stuff yeah but it does get very very close to that feel to that one more round to that one more year of progress feel it's it's pretty good as i say i'm liking it more than i expected to cool well that's good to know can i play a bit more and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up pretty quickly on my segment, but I played a bit more Splatoon. Um, I still haven't had a chance to play the tower control game type. <laughs> still? Yeah, it's just never been on when I've been playing it. Um, I, I, although I did figure out I was, I was a bit wrong about how that game type works. It's a bit more interesting than I thought, actually. it's um, imagine, The tower is actually... Imagine it's a floating cart. Right. So, it, But it's... So it's a bit like Team Fortress, except there's only one cart, say, and both teams are trying to push it. So if someone's standing on this floating platform, it starts floating towards the enemy base. And if it gets too close to the enemy base, then that team wins. Um, and that's tower control, basically. Right. A moving king of the hill, I guess, in a way. Um, so, it's, uh, yeah, that's that sounds interesting, and I want to give that a go, but see how that pans out in the with Splatoon's mechanics. Um, and they've added a new level as well, which is weird. Um, it's the first one that wasn't included in any part of the uh, the single player campaign, uh, and it's basically set on the in the middle of like a, a set of sky risers, and uh, is a, a set of long thin walkways. Okay. Um, rather than big arena fights, and they're all so each base starts really high, and they all the walkways lead down into a dip in the middle. Um, which creates a very very different feeling fight because suddenly ranged weapons are ultra effective um, in this area because it's like there's plenty of open space. The walkways are all open. There's not a lot of cover. So if you 
don't manage to sneak up on someone, you're, you're in a lot of trouble otherwise. Um, so ranged weapons on this new level. I, I haven't got the grips of it yet. I kind of suck at it. It, it might be the first level I might end up deciding, nope, don't like that one, because it's just so weird compared to the others. But it's good to see them trying something different. Hmm. Uh, and also, there's been another Splatfest, which I haven't been involved with. Uh, but that answered the question about how often that was going to happen. Then. Yeah, every two weeks, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I didn't get involved with this one, so I probably haven't won any magic sea snails or whatever they're called. But what was the question? It was eating versus sleeping. Which do you prefer? <laughs> sleeping. Oh, I was team eat. <laughs> it was like pizza versus... <laughs> yeah, pretty much I, I did a little Meverse post that basically just said get pizzed <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I don't know oh, I should shit. go check to see if it got any yes <laughs> I just realised I've got pizza in the fridge that I can cook like, oh my god <laughs> oh, oh man but that'll mean it'll take longer because I have to wait although it'll probably only take like 15 minutes but I have to wait for the oven to warm up oh oh can't wait anyway so apparently we need to finish this podcast (laughs) it'll probably still be faster than ordering in pizza though right yeah that's true actually thinking about it what pizza delivery times like in London oh probably pretty quick but I don't usually get them for myself (laughs) I guess it depends (laughs) how close you are yeah what's the frequency of dominoes in (laughs) I reckon there's quite a few dominoes around I'm sure I ordered a Supermarket dominoes not that long ago (laughs) oh and it arrived to you Zeg well, yeah. Did they go down your, you know, down the road and then down? Oh yeah. Did the guy? Did the guy actually came down the road rather than just leaving his van at the top of the hill and thinking, no, screw that. Well, I don't know whether he came down the hill on his van or bike or whatever, but he came to the front door, so you know, it still worked. Still good enough. And this time I didn't. I forgot this time to put special instructions because the first time I did it, I was like. It's the house down the path that's at right angles to the road. Because if you didn't know where number seventeen was, because it's not actually that obvious, no. Because, <laughs> like, no, the odd numbers go sideways perpendicular to the road. So if you didn't know, so the first time I did it, I put special instructions. It was like, go down the path to the end, and it's that house. But this time I didn't, and they still got it, so I was okay. Do you reckon they, like, if you postcode search your house, does it work out that it's at the end of the... Well, I, I, you know, I'm sure. I'm did sure you order a like... large pizza then for yourself? Yeah. From Domino's in Stanmark? Yeah. Along with Tetra right. Like, normal time? Oh, nice. You could get the Stone Market Special if you wanted, but you what? don't. What's <laughs> the Stone Market Special? I don't know. It's probably just whatever generic special they have, and it's just, you know, it's just because you're using the web page and it's a site, you realize that you're using the Stone Market branch. It's just changed that keyword. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure it's not actually special to Stone Market in any way. No, I'm pretty sure there is an Ipswich special as well. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny to be the Stone Market special. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Market special sounds pretty cool. It's, it's a bit like one of those like town based foodstuffs idea that we had a while back that you just you just don't want. Yeah. You just don't want a Stone Market special. You just don't want the Stone Market special. You don't want a slam milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> or Brixton burger. Let's finish the podcast and then we're going to go Fair enough. Let's wrap it up. Dan, what did you play apart from dirt? Oh, yeah. What do you think? And what did Grand you do? Yeah. Grand Auto. And Rob had a go on it as well. So I did. Yeah. I kind of want to hear his thoughts more than mine. Well, obviously on your system, it looks real good. 
it's like it's it's a very beautiful game and uh i can confirm that the car handling is not as shit <laughs> as gta 4s because man it's pretty nice yeah, it felt it felt all right. It felt like a you know you kind of how you expect it to feel, which is. That, you didn't drive any fancy cars either. You drive drove some kind of dune buggy type. Yeah, thing. like a dune buggy in a yeah. saloon. Yeah, you weren't driving on the nice roads with the sports cars or anything. No, yeah, it felt fine. It felt absolutely fine. Like it's and that's the. I, I guess that's the thing, right? Like I could, I could pick it up and just be all like, "All right, yeah, I know how to drive this." You didn't get Rather to do any bit, shooting or anything. Really? No, I didn't get to get, get to do any shooting. I only played a brief bit and uh, did some story setup stuff, mm. which I thought was handled pretty well. Um, you saw me do a stupid mission where I had to fly a plane into another plane. Yep, that was kind of cool. I don't necessarily see what the point in that was, but it's nope, cool. No, either. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the true of quite a lot of missions in GTA Five. Is like you go to all this trouble and then at the end you'd like let it go or don't get paid or 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 it was a waste of time <laughs> I mean, it's always fun but it's like why do these characters keep getting screwed over like what that's why the the some of the franklin missions are more really satisfying because you just get you there's like a few assassination missions you do as franklin and you just get paid a ton of cash and at one point they just give you this awesome house you know mm. up in like hollywood hills or rock wood hills or whatever it's called in yeah anyway yeah i can see that being kind of annoying it's like why am i doing this like why don't they just why don't these useless people just get out of the business or something or or use their apparent non-uselessness to get in a position where they're not getting fucked because apparently they're well capable of doing every mission that they get given (laughs) yeah they're really capable and yet they constantly get screwed over for no reason yeah don't seem to care should be kingpins by now. <laughs> I guess that was what Vice City was about, really. That was the law, that was the GTA when they did that, where it was like you do actually become like the awesome the guy. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you become Scarface or whatever. Yes, basically. And then Saints Row came along and did that too. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, still been playing that. Still, I like it a lot more on PC, of course, because it looks amazing and it's just—I don't know—it's just more fun than it was originally. I feel like I feel like I was a bit disappointed with it the first time round for some reason compared to Red Dead. But now I'm playing it again. It's like the amount of detail and craziness in the world. It's like, mm. you know, it's still not as good a game, I don't think, in terms of story and stuff as or whatever as Red Dead. No, it seems but, like it's a—it's—it's it's one of those. It does. It's doing the same. It's ticking the same box. I think that Red Dead does, and that just being in the world feels good. Mm. Like, I like it, maybe yeah. maybe the action and stuff isn't isn't as tight as what we would like, I guess. But like, it's still because that world feels believable. I don't think I would get that tired of just driving around. Yeah. I had that. It gave that impression, you know, which is yeah. why Red Dead's horse stuff was great because you yeah. didn't you didn't get that tired of riding around that world. I mean, how long did I go before I discovered that fast travel even existed? In yeah, the game? well, I never used it, even when I knew it was there. The, whatever, the, the, um, no, I only, only ended campfires. up using it a couple of times because I wanted to get all the environmental stuff and, mm. and I couldn't stop picking flowers. <laughs> I never used the fast travel in GTA, which is hiring, you know, gang in a taxi. Oh, no, you see, that was the thing. I, as soon as I discovered that was a thing in GTA 4, I used it all the time because right. I just didn't like driving around that city. Mm-hmm. 
just didn't like it. Just didn't like being in that game, really. Rubbed me up the wrong way completely. Hmm. So it's interesting that GTA V has a different feel. Very different feel, yeah. I think it's cool. I, I really like the world. And, um, yeah, really enjoying it. And I'd Good forgot how crazy some of the missions are. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm now looking forward to that Panelito place score. I remember how insane that was the first time. So looking forward to it now. The one that you were setting up this morning. Mm. Or yesterday. Guitar. Yes. So that is Grand Theft Auto. And, um, yeah. I'd like to play that properly myself at some point, as I think I've been saying since it came out. But <laughs> yeah, uh, having now seen it running on your PC, that seems like a very good candidate for new PC times. Yep, I think you're going to love it. Probably by the time you get your new PC, it'll be in a Steam sale by the end of the year or something, and uh, you'll be good to go. As Maybe they don't Rock, do that Rockstar stuff evil isn't thing. that. No, I uh, mean the pre- GTA Four worthy. stuff has been in sale quite a lot. So, but yeah, and, and Max Payne yeah. has been on there a few times. They're not the most amazing of deals, but they 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 come up as well. Mm. They're not That's as true. bad as the Call of Duty deals, which if are always terrible. If you haven't played Max Payne Three, by the way, it's a good game. It's worth a go. Yeah. I haven't. No, I never never touched that one either. Worth a try. Cool. Right, I think that might be around the end of this podcast. Do you think? What do you think? We're on time this time around. It's very unlikely. Well, yeah. it's because there was no good news. No news. Yeah. And also, Zach hadn't played any new games. No. And okay. I think I None actually managed to say everything that I could possibly say about Massive Chalice for the next few weeks in one go. So, <laughs> Apart oh, yeah. from probably how weird the ending is, whatever that will turn out to be. What happens after 300 years? Ooh. Well, you'll have to let us know. So tune in next time to find out about that, potentially. And there'll be some more videos going up, I believe. Uh, uh, yes, Zach and I got One Finger Death Punch done as the sweet. next one. After Zach uh, was singing its praises, I had to see it in action. Turned out it's pretty good. But, oh yeah, one caveat. <laughs> we are definitely, definitely talking about the PC version. The iOS version is feels very different. It's not the same yep. game. It's kind of freemium bullshit. Right. And we don't know about the Xbox version. No. I, from what I remember, I think it's a lot more similar to the PC one. Yeah, the PC one is the one to get. That's, that's, that's the shit. <laughs> right, well, that's, um, we'll look out for that. If you can't find the YouTube channel, just go to happysalad.net and all the videos are there for you to find anyway. Eventually. Along with this podcast. <laughs> so, um, and tune in next week for more Saladcast. Indeed. Goodbye. I'm not standing up. Hang on. <laughs> pad, pad some more. <laughs> okay. Pad, pad, pad. Zach says. That's the least bit of padding. Go on, Lizek. I don't have to. What was that now? Bye.